0: Buckle everyone, and welcome to Carpool Rugby League, a show where three rugby league tragics talk everything rugby league on your way to or from work. I'm Graham. I'm Shane. And I am the chameleon. Welcome aboard and on with the show. Yes, it's Wednesday. You know what that means. We've got another episode of Carpool Rugby League. And not only, fellas, do we have Carpool Rugby League back, there's some actual games of footy this weekend. Yes. Listen to the crowd. Oh, they love audience. it. Wow. Oh, the studio audience here in the all Carpool right. studios love it. They're honking their horns, they oh, beats. It's nice to have you here, studio wow. audience. We, uh, we, it's, it's right. On it's the, good to have, have some footy hill, back.
1: On the hill at uh, Henson Oval, mate. We're down at the card table. It's good to see some
0: people are turned up. How many of them are there? Isn't it uh, the same? Eight thousand three hundred. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all here. Um, Seventy six. Not not only are they here, you guys are here. Uh, Shane, yeah. good to have the footy back this week. Um, plenty yeah. to talk oh, about, isn't
1: there? Yeah, of course it is. Uh, it's trials. It's it's it is what it is. I think that um, I think for a lot of clubs this week, I think a lot of clubs have their thirteen pretty much sewn up depending on injuries it's going to be those four spots um that 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 really see what happens i I think i think a lot of clubs would say they've got 10 to 13 sewn up now it's about who's on the bench who's going to who's going to break through and you know we've seen in previous years there's been plenty of clubs where you know a a, a guy um you know a guy has some pre-season form that just Blows out of the water. I'm thinking Braley for the Sharks a few years ago, where his preseason form you had to pick him, and all of a sudden, you know, um, it was what it was. So there's definite there's definite uh, scope for it. I've got my ideas. I just hope none of my team get injured. But um, yeah, I you know it's it's good to see rugby league. You know, when trial matches happen, it means we're it means we're not too far away.
0: That's right, Griffo. It's all sort of happening this week. Um, we got a we've got the All Stars. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. We're also going to get a little bit into the pre-season challenge. But I know for uh, someone like yourself, um, we're getting closer not only to the season these preseason games, World Club Challenge. There's lots of things to be looking forward to, even though the um the NRL competition itself um won't be starting for a few weeks.
2: Oh, absolutely! I I got caught a bit by surprise when. Uh... Well, I realised all these things like, are happening I know. this week. You I, I need to get marked together. You know, I, I could be, uh, I could be deregistered from, uh, no. from from Carpool Rugby League or something, Never. not have it, not been on on my game. But Never. it's what you may maybe striking. No, I'm not striking. <laughs> I can't afford to. <laughs>
1: I've just... Now, just to let the listeners know, we are we we are recording this. Uh, we are voluntarily recording this um, because, <laughs> because we are been worried about the sound quality. We've actually engaged members of the NRL to record this for us so that. that it's premium quality. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so don't be afraid of the quality. We've got people from the NRL right now secretly recording us so that everything's primo for all you listeners out there. Have we yeah, got that... CBA? Well,
0: don't know. I, was, I was think go- we I, need one. <laughs> I have got to say, mean, there's a lot I of talk. Know. We covered a lot of it last week, obviously, with the news, with the players' agreement. There's still talk that there might be strike. Um, but you look, it, cool. it, it, that's just one of many news, news stories as we're heading into... Um, this week of football, there's actually a lot happening off the field, and I'm sure, Shana, you've got a bit to cover in your segment this week. Well.
1: Yes, as we mentioned. Um,
0: Shane's a, our, political, a political reporter. Have you got any news from the capital of Canberra this week?
1: Oh, uh, yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> How, well yes, that's coming. That's coming. Yeah. Um, that's coming. Uh you know, like we said earlier, there seems to be some accusations about uh, high level, um, about some some high level NRL personnel deciding that they did want to um, that they did want to uh, more or less uh, record. Um, there's some fairly high accusations. Interestingly, um, it's it's funny how you know reading from different sides of the ledger. Um, it's sort of just being reported no one's sort of saying yes we did no we didn't so usually where there's smoke there's fire and if no one's wanting to put the water out the fire gets bigger. so um, interestingly interestingly yeah if that did happen that's that's something that um, will only light the wick that tends to be the firecracker on the bell end of cleaning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was recorded. <laughs> well, they not it's, it's
1: just, it's just, the, it's just the level. Someone from the me. NRL they
0: said wasn't yeah, it? Shane yeah, yeah. It, it was from the said, NRL. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unethically recorded a meeting between them yes. and the players' association. The association wow. That's right,
1: and and that's. And that's sort of, um, that's sort of thing. Think, the thing. Can we just get footy going? That's what I think. Was and, that that recording
0: was... that I heard during the week where, was it someone from the NRL yelling out, oh, my shoulders, Out oh, my shoulders? Were they being held back from the, the rest of the Players Association or was that a different oh, recording a different I may one. have heard? No, mate, oh, okay, sorry. yeah, just get confused. That was, that
1: was uh, Jack Whiten. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Get to that in a and, minute. Uh interestingly like enough, just it's just been sort of um reported uh late this oh not late this evening, late this afternoon. This is late this evening. Uh, that NRL players have threatened to delay the kickoff to preseason matches. They're gonna cover NRL logos, they refuse to do any media. Um yeah. basically head office, um have to meet a Thursday deadline. That's tomorrow for three key conditions. Um, So they basically are saying that the Rugby League Players Association says it will hijack the summer tournament, and I'll get to that in a minute uh, because there's a rant coming on. Press record, kiddies. Um, Unless an agreement is reached on a salary cap for the women's game and other non-financial issues to do with the NRLW, the Rugby Players Association also wants the right to distribute NRL funding for player-related programs. Um, that's really poor governance, and I haven't seen anything from them that says they can actually do it. But they do want to do it in some key important areas that the NRL do need to really pull their socks up in maybe, including issues such as hardship, welfare, which they say is worth $90 million over five years. So if you... I hope there's no delay because I've been waiting to see some football. Um, cover the NRL logo if you want. I, I remember a certain club doing that once upon a time and getting uh, some pretty serious dick for it. So I wonder if the same thing will happen, A, from other clubs that said that that club shouldn't have done it, and B, from the NRL. So that's that's very interesting uh, I have been alluding to the fact that there was an incident in Canberra over the weekend. Jack White had no. a birthday. Happy birthday, Jack!
0: Happy um, birthday, Jack! I hope you had a good night. Thirty. 30 right?
1: Happy birthday. Thirty. Yeah. Wow. It's... Thirty. Yes. And him and him and um, him and uh, uh, Latrell Mitchell scene. see. This is why you shouldn't watch. Um, this is why you shouldn't watch uh WWE reruns before you go out on the drink, you get a bit myopic. And and they saw the classic, which was uh Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the Undertaker, um, circuit for yeah, yeah, for, for the for the for the title, um, the one where um Austin hit the Undertaker in the Kanakas at the end and produced the stunner to win the match. Um, they wanted to produce that in the middle of uh, ACT, which is fine, which is good. However, they were told to move on and they didn't. Look, long story short, they got a front, um, front court. I'm not giving it much more airplay than anyone has already given it because it's had plenty. They've come out and profusely apologised um, for their actions to their... To the community, to the clubs they represent, and to the fans of those clubs they represent, the biggest issue I think, as a fan of one of those clubs, is that they do have to front court. Um, mm. There's a few, week before,
0: few, few charges there. I mean, few from, charges. They're, um, they're, they're downplaying it as a, a wrestler yeah, amongst I, I mates. Think, I think
1: the charges, the charges are what the charges are. Um, yeah, the police obviously. and everyone are within their right to do what they play the ball as they see it lies and now it's up to uh as in any case like this for the um for them to come out and dispute it if they need to. Um they both have the same manager and the managers did say they'd be fighting the charges. So um <laughs> but not on the streets of Canberra. <laughs> just not on the streets of Canberra. you Don um, King their
2: manager. What's <laughs> that well yes Don King. I don't well, think their manager's gonna no. It's gonna hurt. no. And no, it's
1: be a Paul boxing Bearer. bloke. It it'd is. be Paul Bearer.
0: <laughs> it'd be Paul Bearer or Ted DiBiase. It'd be someone from yeah, the wrestling. Just
1: just, just quickly
0: punch. I know I know that we're we're, we're given this, but obviously. Imagine if it was I Ric mean, Flair. Woo! I'm clean woo! I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you though. Um because in my household this week... Please do. Been a, I've never heard you been tell a, a lie, so it's nah, just... No, I, I try to be honest. In my household this week, when the news comes on, I remember there was there was wind of it, I, and the six o'clock news came on the other night. I said to my wife, I said, you watch this, will be the number one story on the news. It was the number course, one story. Of course, of course, uh, in jest tonight, she was watching the news, and they had a story on um, Jordan Springs um, getting a pub in Penrith there, and... Um, as my wife said to me, "She goes, if only the pub opened a few days ago, maybe Jack White and Latrell Mitchell well, wouldn't have been the top story." Yeah. Uh, look, well, we're, we're, we're making gestures. Um, obviously, there's some serious uh, stuff. Uh, look, I just the want one thing: co- is
1: what's been everything's been said? They've come. I out. know Everything. it has. It has. I it's just want to get those people I, who
0: just, that just, club. just quickly. I know we've talked about it, and obviously one mm. of the players plays for the club that we have an affiliation with. I wanted to get Griffo's thoughts on this because. I have heard people say to me this week, you know, these blokes that, you know, I mean, jack-wise. oh, they'll mismatches.
1: Yeah, they... Don't you worry, they'll mismatches. This this is going to. Andrew Webster put it quite clearly, and I thought he, strangely enough, somewhat eloquently for him. But um, yeah, he he said they'll mismatches, and I, I tend to agree. I don't think that you can be on the back page or front page of a newspaper, and then all of a sudden say everything's hunky dory. Um, mm. I don't think. Also, they'll get away with the ten but, grand fine. I think they're
2: going to miss. What do you?
0: Two. I just want to get your thoughts on this one. Right, because can we
2: make it two? Just uh, keep <laughs> it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it, even, I don't care kind of, if it's yeah, one. Annoying, what what you what what you really know, we could really play the first week. I was sort hoping the week. All Stars
1: game would be one. What
0: do we? What do we think about this? <laughs> Is this one of those situations where? um Yeah, because I mean, they've got, they've got, they've they've been charged. There was. um you know, is is this just a case again, Griffo, of if you're not out at quarter to four in the morning you can't end up on the front page of the paper? Hundred percent.
2: Well, you you know, you'd think that uh you think they'd be smarter than what they what they dished up. And obviously mm. they're remorseful all everyone's always remorseful after yeah. an event. Um if it's made public. Uh I don't yeah. know how it came to be made public. Obviously, someone's there with a camera. Um, I don't know. It's just it's boys being boys to an extent, mm. but you can't be boys anymore like nah, you could in the that's past. It's very good point. Um, these are these are highly played, paid professional athletes, um, and you've just got to be better than that. Like, and and I you know, I. The reality is, they're probably stuffing around, um, but the publicity it's generated, you know, for the game is—you can't say any publicity is good publicity, really. Nah. <clears throat> and you know, you look at Payne ass last year; got two games for for uh, that incident with. Um, the the back uh, Albert Kelly, I think it might have been, mm. which was a nothing. It was really less than this. Well, he caught two games for that. Well, yeah, I, I I don't think it's oh. worth too much. I think two games maximum. Yeah, um, and we'll maybe see how Jack White and like Latrell is a bit more serious. Obviously, he's got some more serious charges against him. Um But again. To some extent, it's a little bit of a storm in a teacup, but it's not what you want. And 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 obviously, you guys as as Rabbitohs men, oh. you don't want that from your star player. No. Um. You know. No. Just... No. And but I think yeah. I think they've got to do some time. Uh, Fine, oh, I I don't. I, the I, RLPA I don't. are against fines, and yeah. I'm against fines too. Um. Yeah. We've talked a lot about you know, how they the may thing not that work. hurts players, unless you're Ryan Mattison, is games. Games hurt players. Yeah. Fines. No, they're not. They don't well, the club
1: pays. probably pays
2: it in the end. I, I uh, whatever I, I, it I, is, like. Yeah. Uh, the only player who I know of who's who's opted not to pay a fine. Mm. Rather than take a suspension, well. Ryan Matson. Oh well, yeah, <laughs>
0: did he try? To, he tried to backflip on that. Did you, did. Did that you was, hear about that? It. He goes, "Oh, actually, no. after <laughs> double jump
2: on it earlier. Yeah, no, no, yeah. That was very bizarre. To, to their credit, um, they don't get everything right, but they got that one right. No. So, no, man. Mm. Well, look, the, the
0: positive, the, the one positive is that um, they don't have to serve these during the finals It's the start of the year. So we'll see. They might yeah. choose yeah. if they can choose yeah. when to take him. I think." Um, I'm sorry, Dolphins fans. You might not get to see Latrell and uh, Jack White. And, and I know we say that in jest because of the the Taylor May thing. But I think this is where the NRL have an opportunity here. Well, because yeah. to be honest with you, if they take if they want to take this seriously and make a stand, now obviously we said to a certain extent, a storm in a teacup. But this is one of those things where um, I've, it's embarrassing as an NRL. Yeah,
1: I find it. As part I of find the NRL it community. very interesting. I find it very interesting that 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 really we've heard very little from I know they've got bigger things to deal with. But to be honest, I thought by now we would have had a significant piece of information from the integrity unit as to what's going on. And it seems like we've heard I, nothing. So you, you know my so, theory
0: with the integrity unit is uh, don't you well they I don't think want, that they, they are deliberately the slow. Yeah. Yeah. Because what they'll do is if they find, say tomorrow, they come out and say, we have our finding and we're giving them two matches. Yeah. You yeah. know what's going to happen. They're going to miss the, the 2 preseason matches, whatever. Yeah. The same yeah. happened cool. with another player. I'm trying to remember who it was. It could have even been. It
1: was Latrell Mitchell last year when he was allowed to serve one of his during with the preseason. The, yeah.
0: Uh, there was another one where it was finals oh, okay. and coming up. And they did their findings at the end. It was there was something where you feel sometimes with the integrity unit, yeah. okay, or that they they they, they do they find well, that thing. It's at odd times. I don't know. Well, uh, we
1: talked last week about Eddie Jones and and what's going on. Big Nelson seems to be on their radar. Um, interestingly enough, um, and and he's actually said he's open to the ideas. So uh, mm. you, we said we don't want to see anyone leave. Rugby league. he's one player we don't want to see
0: leave rugby league because he's, he's actually. Did you I see his? Did you oh, see his quote about the speed of the game and yeah, how he feels yeah. that um, the yeah. big men are being yeah. taken out of the game with the rule changes yeah. and the speed yeah. of the game? Yeah. Very, very so strategic.
1: Very strategic comment. Very strategic comment. Yeah. Uh, look, I think we're going to talk a lot about the rest I've got. So, um, I, I just yeah.
2: I got a thought on that assault for Solomona thing,
3: mm-hmm. and.
2: I think it's incredibly strange that potentially he's going to play for the Wallabies when he's a New Zealander of Samoan <laughs> yeah, 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 origin. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, crazy. Very, very interesting. That was the
1: first thing I thought. I thought, hang on, what's well, going on here?
2: It's but nonsense. Anyway. anyway um, are they struggling that. I, I don't know anything about oh, Wallabies. I don't but know. Are they that bad? And oh. I know they've had a few players. I think if you play for the Melbourne Storm, you're eligible for the Wallabies. Irrespective, yes, <laughs> that's very uh, Nivalu and beauty uh, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. I believe they went on to play for yeah. Australia. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah,
0: I find, I and, and, and this it. is where yeah. I find it. You know, I did a bit of research on on Wallabies. Um, what I found <laughs> out about the Wallabies because I'm not very, I, I'm not big on rugby union, so I couldn't tell you too much. When I did my research, I, I, I found out, uh, this is what Wikipedia told me, a wallaby is a small or middle-sized macropod, is that macropod, right? Yeah, macropod, yeah, native. yeah, macropod. It's native, it's native yes, to no. Australia and New Guinea. However, they have introduced populations in New Zealand, Hawaii, oh, and the United Kingdom. Perhaps oh, he's one of the introduced weird. species, and that's yes, where he comes in. Yes, of course. I don't know, we'll have to keep an eye oh, on that yes, one. Yes, of course. We'll have to see, but... Um, yeah, really? well... Anyway, look... Emigrated, you when, emigrated yeah. when you're
1: still in the pouch.
0: Yeah, yep. So we'll have to see with that one. Uh-huh. Look, as I said, there's footy happening this week. Um, Shane, you've alluded to it already with... And I, I know that... Um, I, I, I know you have thoughts on um, on this, but we're going to cover it yep. anyway, guys. The Good. NRL are marketing this as the the preseason challenge. So this is the... Um, I, I won't read you the whole article, but if you guys bear with me, I'm going to paraphrase... Yeah. Um, we will
1: always bear with you, Graham.
0: The NRL have a article, they call it the NRL um, preseason challenge. Everything you need to know. So if we sort no. of cover a lot of this stuff. It's
1: like the um, bulletin.
0: It, it, it is. It's the weekly bulletin at work. Um, so what they're looking at here is they're they're really emphasizing expensive gameplay and attacking football. Um, they're promoting the NRL preseason challenge, kicking off with a $100,000 payday up for grabs for the winning club. Um, just before we went on air, Griffo um, mentioned, it's very interesting, that's that's the prize that the minor premiers um, get when they come first. Is that right, Griffo? You'd know better than any of us. That's what Penrith got last year. Okay, so, yeah. so, yeah. so yeah. all the clubs the song's in the like- NRL yeah. plus... Yeah. Um, so talents will be a part yep. of the pre-season challenge. And basically, the team yeah. that comes to the top of the ladder after the two weeks uh, will get a $100,000. So um, not only do you get points for winning games, you're going to get points for scoring tries, making line breaks, and offloads. Um, wow. Obviously, they're marketing this as the, uh, an opportunity to see um, off-season recruits. You're also going to see St. Helens. You're also going to see... Uh, ...the Dolphins as a part of it. So keep in mind, all the preseason games are part of this. I know a lot of the games this week people may not be as interested in... ...but when we get to next week where we've got the Charity Shields... ...World Club challenges and whatnot... Uh, mm. ...people might start to take a little bit more notice. In regards to the rules, the game's obviously going to be 80 minutes as normal. They'll be able to field as many as 28 players in the first week... ...and up to 26 in the second week. There's unlimited interchanges mm. in both weeks. The bunker will be in use in all matches... And games that are tied oh, wow. at the end of wow. yeah, so- wow. <laughs> the wow. horses. Uh, so like games games tied at the end of regular time will be declared a draw. There'll be no golden point extra time. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to the points, so obviously you will get points for winning or drawing a match. Now you will get twelve points for a win, six points for a draw, and zero points for a loss. That that's based on the result. They also have a category called you get bonus two for points. A buy? <laughs> yeah, can we sit <laughs> it out? The yeah, bonus points. The bonus points. Um, uh, Shane, I'm thinking you're critical, not cynical. I'll look at the positive side. The bonus points you get: f- one point if you score more than five tries, one point if you get more than five line breaks, and one point if you have more than ten offloads. So the maximum points available based on that system, you could get 15 points for a win. There's even a possibility that you get nine points for a draw. And even if you lose, I mean, I couldn't see you losing with five plus tries, but you never know. Uh, And all the line breaks and the offloads, there could even be the potential to get three points there. Um, I'm not going to bore you with the tiebreaker process, which realistically, there could be a tiebreaker given the fact that it's only two rounds. Um, Which is a paper rock. Yeah, I think that might be... Well, we've got A, B, C, D, E, maybe after that. Penalty shootout. Cap- yeah, penalty shootout to the coin Captain's toss. Captain's Differential, um, greater percentage of points scored for and against. Um, then you go down to tries, goals, field goals, least amount of penalties conceded. And you love this. The very last option, if it's all even after that, they're going to toss a coin, and I did not make that up. That all is right. on the official site there. So well, you know um, they
2: should look at the crowd, which which w- home team gets the biggest crowd. W- I like team. that. that
0: is- and and look, the 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 only exception to this, this which is interesting, the World Club Challenge next week will be a part of this. You can hear them at Bulldogs training right now. I don't know if you can pick that up. Good we'll hearing yeah. everyone Yeah, they're, they're, they're very excited here. Trent Barrett and... Uh, oh, no. Cameron Seraldo, I should say. Gone. Cameron Seraldo. I'm too used to saying Barrett's barking. Uh, Cameron Seraldo and Gus are having a meeting. The The World Club Challenge between penitence and St. Helens is a part of this. That's on February 18. They'll be able to earn uh, the points, the bonus points and all that. However, that game will be limited um, with your 17 players and 18th player activated if, uh, mm-hmm. if needed, more towards the NRL rules um, with only 10 interchanges. So already a bit of controversy there. Um, Penrith having different rules for their game, which probably, I, I don't know if that helps them or not. Obviously, they're p- facing different opposition um Look, I don't know if that's where you start to pick this one apart. Um It'd be remiss of me not to head to shame because I think we've uh we we've wound him up here and we're just about to, to flick oh, wow. the band for a bit of a rant. What are your thoughts on it? Is this unne- nah, is this the NRL's w- attempt to get people w- excited T- in I mean all these games are on F- TV. I'm I'm happy enough to watch W T the games F- this week and see W-T-F- the
1: youngsters F- play. Where do I begin? in on this this is this is this is just is someone at the nrl on like massive money and just had to justify their existence with this we had this years ago it was called the challenge cup it was called the amco cup before that and it might have been the two-week cup at one stage we had a pre-season competition that had far more uh credibility than what we're producing now for this number one so that's number one I, the, to play two games and call it a competition and have a hundred thousand dollars there it's just farcical secondly I've heard a lot of people talk about how a hundred thousand dollars is the pay for being a minor premier and that's all well and good and I want to you know for people to bring that up I think it's highly valid I'll bring this up two clubs and maybe more but two clubs play a thing called the charity shield on a yearly basis that charity shield raises money for two for the st george hospital originally it was the st george hospital and um what have it been randwick but anyway now it's, it it's was, south, was cares, Sa- south cares uh, Wollongong hospital and st george hospital since 82 they've been playing this game the only way they realized they were going to get some serious coin through gate takings and whatever and people buying raffle tickets and daily doubles is to put some quality players on the field. And they've done this. The charity Shield traditionally used to house the best side that both could do. They were the round one teams. I remember I used to hate it because St. George used to put on, you know, gaznia Cooper Cooper. <laughs> A lot of them were there and we'd get smashed. So... Then when they all went off, we'd hope they'd have to come back. What frustrates me and what I think is freaking um, a slap in the face for these clubs who during this preseason have actually generated serious coin for charity is that now there's $100,000 given to the club in some BS W fest over tries, offloads, whatever crap the NRL could come up with to generate some sort of scheme. that is. think two it games- close Lewis Stern. Oh, it's fucking Yeah,
2: crap. I think this, this is like
1: the Duckworth-Lewis. Lewis system.
0: Well, it is cricket season. It it's still summer. <laughs> it is
1: so ridiculous that you can give $100,000 for nothing but turning up in two matches and doing whatever it is you do when there's clubs out there. And, you know, Charity Shield's just not... Uh, just not I'm just not talking about Charity Shield. There are other games in the preseason that generate money. Why not this? Just keep everything the way it was. They're preseason games. That's all they are. You don't want the Char- challenge Cup anymore. you don't want the Amco Cup. you don't want the tooth cup. you don't want the Toys Cup. You what you want is just a couple of preseason games. Leave it at that. Get that money and then give it to the clubs who are genuinely giving it to charity and their community through these matches. That's what you should be doing. The idea that you can play two matches and offload your ass off and get points is bullshit to the nth degree. And the reason why I'm fired up is because there's been clubs and games in the past where the NRL have said, that's great, you've got this thing called the Charity Shield and we'll put it on Fox and we'll put it on TV. But you know what? That's your train set, not ours. And, you know, you sort that out. And the NRL then finally realized, hang on, it's worth a bit of coin through 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 Fox. So we'll televise it. You know, they take it to regional areas now so that regional areas can get excited about it. I went to the Mudgy one for a couple, of, it was brilliant. The thing is, you've got this hundred thousand dollars for what purpose when clubs are actually giving what they earned during the preseason back. To the community, and what you're saying is, let's generate interest through a cash grab. No, you know how preseason games generate my interest because I watched them with my backside going from manhole to two dollar coin, manhole to two dollar coin, wondering if next week my key player doesn't get gets injured. They are the Portaloo games of the week, usually for good reason that we don't want key players injured. They have their place and purpose for, for the key personnel throughout the club. And you know, like I said earlier, there's 14 to 17 where most clubs haven't filled that yet. That's what these games are for. And that's what the purpose is for. But let's not, let's not put a massive amount of coin to it and say to the club, oh, here we go. You want to generate some interest, go for it. Do you, you, know do you what think this is? clubs really this is care just, if they win this? No, you know what this is doing, Graham. This is pandering. No. This is pandering okay. to the clubs who really know they can't win anything during the NRL season. So what but they're doing is they're throwing all their eggs in a basket, going, we're going to finish bottom eight. Let's go out there. Let's put our top line thing, get a team in. Let's win those couple of matches, and let's get this cash grab when really it could go to where it should go, grassroots football, Charity organisations in the in the areas that where these people play, that you know,
0: mate. Depending uh, on the club, these programs. Programs. could be considered charity because well, they're not lucrative it's, it's businesses. Bloody, it's
1: just absolutely ridiculous. <sighs> that this money's getting thrown out by the NRL when there's a, a when there's a player dispute and B, when the NRL is going to come to us and say tomorrow, Oh, we don't have the money to start a fund for people who, who have serious brain injury. I don't know. Maybe don't give the winning team a hundred thousand dollars for a two game competition. You're kidding yourself. Have the nines again. You know what? If they had the nines and said this, I'd go. Okay. It's a genuine competition.
0: Is this, this, this isn't, isn't really a competition. just to, but is it to generate some interest in the preseason games? I know, I know we've talked about the role the of preseason fans, games. There's always interest in them. Yeah. I don't know. It was one of those things like, who you know, cares? we like, you know, no I don't generate
1: interest like round one. I, I, I
0: know, you know that, what? but
1: Griffo, I'll say, okay. I, Griffo, and we've all been in this situation. If I said to you, you lose, you lose the, you lose the challenge cup or whatever it's called now you lose the, you tower. lose the challenge you lose the or no you lose against um, you lose you lose the world club challenge to have all your players fit and healthy and go through the NRL season or you win the pre, or you win the world club challenge
2: but you finish ninth what do you want i don't know you want healthy players
1: right bang so it means nothing
2: no, I won't yeah, say it means more than I No, but they can run out there. human yeah, but...
1: things compared now nah, compared to any NRL game. Round one, does it mean more than round one? Does
2: yeah, you it mean don't get more get two than two competition it. points? You don't get two points, but you don't get two competition points. And this is thing. Now this is the thing. Now this
1: that is the thing. That game's different to the other ones we're seeing in the next two weeks. Now you gotta listen to me. You gotta listen to me. That's the biggest preseason game we have in Australia this year. That's the biggest preseason game. That's the pinnacle of preseason this year in Australia. right? Mm. I'm not devaluing it. I'm just saying I'm telling you exactly it's worth. There are clubs that go over to England and play this. I'm not devaluing anything. What I'm saying is this: don't attach a, a monetary value to something that doesn't need it. The World Club Challenge is prestigious enough. You don't need to start saying let's make it part of a two-game competition. Interest yeah, I'd, is interest. I'd be happy if if you have got no interest in this. the World Club Challenge as a Penrith fan, yeah. then you're not a fan. I agree,
0: okay. Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy if they had if the um, World Club Challenge wasn't a part of this two-week. No, a hundred percent, it shouldn't be. Two-week and that's my competition. Point. Like if you if you got, to generate,
1: yeah.
3: interest,
1: if you've got to generate interest,
0: if you got generate interest.
1: As a Penrith fan, through this, to, for the World Club Channel, you're not a Penrith fan.
0: This, this this, isn't... I don't think this is for clubs like Penrith and whatnot. I feel like... No, um, yeah, and Graeme just hit the nail on the head. Yeah, this like if you're the, the Tigers, feeders, if you're a Tigers fan... This gives fan. the Bond feeders a cash grab, yeah, and it's rubbish. If I'm Let's, let's look at it, because it's the fans' game. To be honest with you, I don't think most fans know or care that there's 100000 up for grabs, and I don't think a lot of fans know whether that's a lot of money to a club or not. I think the, the, what the NRL is trying to do here and the positive that could come out of this being a bit of a competition is if you follow a club like the West Tigers, St. George, uh, the Warriors, clubs that we don't expect to, or the Titans, clubs that we don't expect to make the top eight and have success later on in the year, given the squads that could run out in these games, they could very well be the, the pre-season challenge winners. And so, so to win, to win it, to win
1: something worth a hundred thousand dollars, that that's equal. I'm to talking about the fans; they don't care. The twenty, yeah, but this is the thing, Graham. All right, yeah, but
0: I'll be honest the with thing. you. Okay, say the minor premiership. H- had... Who's going to
1: watch Thursday? Everyone's going to watch Thursday because footage back on. I'll fans be honest care. with you, mate.
0: The fans don't. No, but the fans. But what I'm saying is the money value, the hundred thousand dollars that comes into the club. It may mean something to the club, but I'll be honest with you. Most clubs would rather come second and win a premiership than 100%. win a minor premiership exactly and lose a grand final.
1: That's exactly what I was I don't saying.
0: Think, I don't think the fans care too much about the money. I think from a no, fan's so point of view... No, so why are we view, having
1: it? Why are we having a two-game two competition?
0: So that at the end of it, the fans are excited after one week and going, oh, we had a win, well, there's a bit of a ladder, there's some interest there. I don't think the team, casual... will be an interesting games, ladder. My team won two
1: pre-season games, had the I, most offloads.
0: Mate... When when we were kids in the nineties and South oh, okay. won yeah, a charity 100%. shield, great, yeah. right? we won a trophy because yeah. we had no chance of winning well, the big one.
1: But why why is that? Because it was a it was a it was like the, it was the pinnacle of the preseason games. Why was we it the pinnacle? Because everyone played it. Because it was for a purpose. I, I, the game I'll be honest purpose. with you.
0: I think next week you're going to see a lot of players, and I'll be honest with you as well. Yeah, of course, man. I know there's a lot of interchanges, but if you're heading to if you're a if you're a fan of Okay, this is going to be a silly, silly sentence, but if I know the game's in Geelong. I was going to say, if you're a fan of football and you're in Geelong, um, obviously, you're probably going to be a Storm fan, but the Roosters this week, they've got the likes of Joe Suali, uh, Luke Keary, Sam Walker, Lindsay Collins, Brandon Smith, Matthew Lodge. They've got a butcher. They've got a baker. They've got Turpin. There's Victor Radley. There's a lot of players who, whilst it's not one to seventeen, your top side, and obviously they've got a lot of interchanges, and they go right through to number twenty something. We, 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 you know, it's it's a double-edged sword. We can't we can't what, be upset. So they put them in there because it's worth hundred thousand dollars. No, they were no, always going to play if it was two dollars fifty. I am talking. I'm banging my head against the wall here. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's a double-edged sword. Because we say we want these games to pl- to mean something, but we also say we don't want our players to get injured. When the NRL wanted to mean
1: something. You you have game just
0: spent you have just spent ten minutes saying that the Charity Shield and the World Club Challenge are the only games that are worth a pinch of shit out of the next two weeks. That's basically what you've told us, and it's ridiculous to put a money value on a preseason game because most of the games aren't worth anything, and they're not all equal. The difficulty is for the NRL. The preseason games are going to happen. That they're trying to create some interest. They've put them on TV. They've tried to put some sort of interest in it. Whether we feel that the fans are going to gravitate to it or not, who knows? Because the casual fan will say it's not an NRL game. I I, I don't care. And they're not they're not marketing to the diehard fans like us. They're not marketing to the carpool rugby league listeners. They're marketing to the casual fan. This is where I think the NRL... I'm, 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 look, I'm playing devil's advocate here, as you can see. I think the NRL are trying... They've got two weeks of football where the top superstars aren't necessarily there. They're trying to create something to give some interest and intrigue into the competition.
1: That's I Can I tell you what where they've, think. they've nailed it? I'll tell you where they've nailed it. Starting on Thursday and putting game every night till Sunday. That's where they've nailed it. They didn't need a monetary... This money should be going to other areas, which is far more required. Have you know what? If they said we're going to have a twenty thousand dollar prize money for the person who wins, and that's going to go to the charity of their choice, sold. You've got me in.
0: Hmm. You got so me in. Your issue is not with the competition itself; it's the fact that
1: it's a hundred thousand dollars for the club. What? Why? like like where where, so where might, has i don't know maybe where's the parody there where's the parody there there is no parody like but i you... said since 82 there's been a game called the charity shield where those clubs have done everything they could to generate money for local charities and all of a sudden you're saying oh here we go don't worry about that we've got a hundred thousand dollars we're going to throw at the club well, well I can't. No. Yeah. Oh, sorry griff which no that's all right. Thing? um
2: few things like I wish there were no trials <laughs> like honestly and I've said this before um, bring the competition forward have time for International Rugby League um, you know in, in October get rid of the trials except for one game and that is the World Club challenge that should be on a pedestal. That, like, you know, I've been uh, following soccer slash football a bit more closely actually than probably I uh, have in decades since since the last World Cup. Um, and they have that—I don't know if uh, they have that situation where they actually have a whole tournament yep. for clubs that succeed in their local competition and that is really the winner of that of the i don't know what's called the European champions championship league. is
0: that? the champions, champions league
2: the winner of that well, that's the most really that's the most prestigious of all trophies i think yeah in um, like football yeah yeah now obviously you know, rugby league is not played on that sort of scale but i think that that game It's the only one that should be played, uh, or you know, given any credence. Competition proper. Um, I understand from an NRL perspective, knowing that okay, these games are, are going to happen. Uh, trials. We may as well give it a little more importance. I don't think it needs it personally. I don't think uh, they should be played, but. Um, I, I, don't. Like we've got, you know, we've got that other game, the the uh, All Stars game or the Some Stars, yep. given every year, not just this year. Every year, teams get half a dozen players from both teams, you know, you can't play. Um, that has a lot of meaning that game for the players um, who play it. Personally, uh, you know, it don't matter to me if it's played or not played. But I'm not part of either of those cultures. I, I respect them both. But in terms of who wins or who loses, it don't mean a whole lot to me personally. That's not criticism of, of anything other than it just doesn't really have my interest. And my only interest, really. Well, I, you know, I'll probably, I might watch maybe the mini of it. I won't watch the whole game. But my main interest in that game is that James Harris don't get injured, Um, who's who's playing for the Maori team. Um, But I I do think the World Club Challenge, we've got two, basically, in Rugby League, there's two professional competitions, the NRL competition and the Super League uh, over in uh, Great Britain slash France. Um. And I think if, you know, I think that while it's not got the importance of of winning the local competition, I think you can build uh, and and have teams want to rightly claim that they're the best rugby league team in the world. Um, uh, You know, that's my thoughts on it. Um, I've noticed that the Panthers this week, and we'll probably have a look at the teams roughly at some stage tonight, but mm. Panthers, they've only got one player listed who played in the uh, grand final last year. The, the guys lining up this week against Parra, who Parra's got... You know, uh... Just uh, just lost you there, Griff. I don't
0: know if that's your connection or mine. Oh, so, sorry. Yeah, Sorry, no, mate. it's mine. No, it's 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 just just repeat that last bit again because you're just breaking up. Yeah, it's
2: unstable. It's like a About it's like a chair with three legs. Unstable. Yeah, absolutely. Indeed. Well, in, they used to call this game the Battle of the West. Uh, the build it up as a trial, uh, and yep. generally it would be the last trial before the season proper. So in the first half, at least, you'd see both squads trot out their best team. Well, the Panthers are not trotting out anyone from the grand final except for the uh, uh, the weak gutted dog, as he was called, Barrique Stewart. Jamin Salmon's in the second row. Um, mm. The rest is made up of essentially guys from uh, the flag and uh, also the New South Wales Cup team, both of which won their respective competitions. Mm. Um, so from my perspective, um, I'm interested in seeing these guys coming through. Um Do you know it's Riley Smith there? Uh he is listed in the twenty eight. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that yeah. you know twenty eight can play. Um so yes he is. Uh the guy they've got playing at number nine, um Also Smith. Mitch Somerton. uh um, oh, yeah, Somerton, sorry. Yeah, he uh, he impressed me from what I saw. Uh, in some of those late season uh, games, particularly uh, in the uh, the New South Wales Cup team playing against uh, the team from Queensland, uh, he's he's a he's a talented uh, number nine, Luke Summerton. we I mean, know O'Reilly Smith is a very talented number nine as well. Um, they've also got fourteen. Connor Mason is is a hooker. So, um, but anyway, so this is the sort of thing I want to see. Yeah. Guys like Harry Hassett. Um, Guys like uh, Jesse McLean, who came through the uh, the SG Ball winning team, both those guys apparently were going to other clubs, but decided to stay at Penrith. So, uh, so it's of interest looking at some of these players. I've not seen a lot of, of game time. The uh, while I'd love to see a victory, that's not what's important. And in uh, in the corresponding game last year, I think Para won about thirty six 0 um mm. in, the, in the trial game um when in the first half we were a number of uh first graders playing but anyway um my thoughts world club challenge whoever it is uh that that be given stature excuse me um mm. and then no more trials in terms of like your your charity shield you could still play that, but well, as um you know, when it's the NRL is on. So, still call it, you know, they're playing for the Charity Shield. Raise some money if you want to raise it. Um, but it doesn't have to be a trial. Um, it could be attached. As I know uh, in a few, yeah. uh, between a few teams, they play for the, for like I think the Roosters and um, the Rabbitohs. Is it the Ron- Ronco? Yeah, Roncoop. Yeah, so cap. that sort of, you couldn't still do your Charity Shield. Um, it yeah. doesn't have to be a pre-season game. What do you think
0: the actual, like, when we look at the pre-season games, um, do you think the clubs still want them? For the clubs, is it a case of we want them because we want to know who's playing? Do they play them because they have to? Do, what What are your thoughts on here? Do, do the clubs, do you think, actually value these games and think, look, we, we need these games to make sure that we've got our, our 17 sorted by round one? I don't think so.
2: I think mm. you know that they play their own games within their club, um, not fully, you know, full contact. But they they put the gear on and uh, essentially, you know, some of those games are pretty close to a, a standard, you know, uh, game. Um, I don't think it's necessary. I think if every team is not playing a trial, or, or you know, you want to you want to trial your your up and comers. Um, yeah, maybe one of those, but you want to keep your, your top guys ready. And uh, I don't think they need to have a trial game to, to be ready. The amount of training, they're full-time professionals. Yeah. Well, that's just and, my opinion. but
0: Yeah, and, 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 and really, too, the, the players and the clubs, the clubs don't care if they win these games. And the yeah. NRL, I think, have looked at this from a point of view of, well, the the clubs don't really care how much, whether they win or not. They're just looking at individual performances to make up the teams. And obviously, a win might come as a result of that. If it does, cool. Um, but yeah, yep. I, I feel like this is more of a marketing thing. And I think the NRL is trying to make the clubs take pre-season games more seriously by having that, um, that prize. That it's not just, okay, you win, cool, you win, you know. Yep. If you don't, you don't. But um, yeah, I, I'm, with, I'm with you on the on the World Club Challenge. I feel like with the World Club Challenge, um, especially now that it's being played in Australia, a lot of a lot of time it was played overseas. It was at a um, a time that wasn't uh, very friendly for for broadcasters. This should be a marquee match that is built to and talked about. This should be one of those things where you know next week in that Friday night time slot that they would normally have Friday night football, this game's on. There's talk all through the week in the in the media in the build up. There's your half hour pregame show. There's even if you don't follow those clubs, you know this is like, you know, to to, to borrow a term from the NFL because they've got their big game on Monday, this should be the Super Bowl of rugby league.
3: Right. That's I how agree. it needs
0: to be viewed. And and it's one of those things where when you're a you're a team that's in it you um yeah and when you're a team when your team is in it and they win it it's great but as we said um you know say for example they play this world club challenge and a player gets injured you know Shane made a point there to say you know for for some people they'll say well look I I you know I'd rather have my players on deck for the season um. It's an interesting one. It's a really interesting one. And obviously, um, they have made a competition of it. And just to give everyone a bit of a rundown as to what games we're going to see uh, this week in round one of the preseason challenge. Uh, We're not going to go into in-depth previews of every game, Griffo. But I just wanted to get uh, some of your thoughts uh, on some of the main points here. Because we do have on Thursday night, so tomorrow night, um, Tigers are playing Warriors. A few key things I wanted to, to point out. Um, Tamari Martin playing for the Warriors Luke uh, Metcalf also playing for the Warriors are they going to make up the halves over there um, Charlie Staines playing at fullback for the Tigers um, Brandon Wakeham at halfback um, Tommy Talau coming back from a knee injury so there's a there's a bit of um, you know there's some, some players here that uh, fans would be interested to see uh, and I suppose from your point of view watching him very closely over many years and now at the Tigers, one of the signings they have made to try and, um, I suppose, you know, bring something to that back line and also provide an opportunity for him is Charlie Staines, uh, getting that opportunity at fullback here.
2: Yeah. I mean, Charlie Staines is a premiership winner. Um, came in for, uh, for the injured tail in May. um, won himself a premiership and you never take that away from him. He's, you know, he's, he's a good player, Charlie Staines. Um, and, and, uh, started out as a fullback, ended up best known as a winger. Um, yeah, he's, he's got an opportunity. Uh, I don't think he's the best fullback in the Tigers squad. Um, but he can certainly uh, play there. So, uh, you know, they, there's a lot of guys in this list who uh who are up and coming talents uh the likes of Pole, uh just you have got Stefano playing this game uh some of the bucks you mentioned bef- before so yeah there's uh there's probably uh you know some of these guys are, are jostling for a- for a top 17 berth come round 1 mm. so they they're, they're going to be putting up their you know their very best at, trying to put their foot forward and say, Look, you know, I might, I might not make the top 13 but find himself spot on the bench. Um, in what I believe is going to be a good year for the Tigers, yeah. Because uh,
0: in addition to those players, Griffo, uh, we don't have name this week, and hopefully we see in, in week two of the preseason. Um, they've got some big name recruits still to come into this side along with yeah, the first all, guys from last all year on the next week. Yeah. I'd say, because uh, yeah. just think Coruscant, Papalie, um, Clem is also going over there. So there's a few big names yep. still to come in. Um, really interested, though. If you're a Tigers fan, I'd, I'd definitely keep an eye on this one um, on KO or Fox because I'm actually um, really interested to see Tommy Talau. We had massive raps on that guy. And um, obviously, he had that you knee injury. He basically
2: missed a year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he was one to look at. So. Um, yeah, a few few players there. Obviously, the the Warriors looking um, looking at life after after Walsh. So um, still some yeah. players in their um, their team playing for spots. I, I, I worry spots. about this
2: team. I, I think they're going to struggle this year in Warriors, but you
3: yeah.
2: know. Anyway, um, chance for these up and comers in their side. Some of which I'm not really familiar with, but a big opportunity for Luke Metcalf who's been around uh, Mm. the NRL for a few years, but played very little first grade. Um, Highly touted as as a talented half. Um, So, opportunity for him to uh, stake a claim. Um, The two halves, I guess, that are not there. Obviously, Sean Johnson and uh, Ronald Volkman are not there either. So, um, they're probably the two guys that they've earmarked as uh, six and seven for game one, but you know, you never know. Opportunity for Metcalf, as you mentioned, to Marty Martin. Um, yeah, that's that's tomorrow night. Um, and, and then where do we go, Graham?
0: Okay, so from there, after uh, tomorrow night, uh, we then move on to Friday. So if you're in Gosford, um, from what I can see, they've got a double header
2: here. Double um, header in Gosford.
0: Yeah, the first game is going to be the Sharks versus the Knights. They'll be followed by the Rabideaus, uh versus the Seagulls. So there you're, and even on TV, this is your typical
2: 6 o'clock, 8
0: o'clock game. Uh, just John's looking at... has got a
2: name again now, Graham. Yeah. It used this, to be just uh, Central Coast Stadium there. Industri- I mean, a long time ago, Industry Blue Group, Blue Industry right, Group, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know what an industry uh, group is, nah. but they've got a stadium now.
0: Yeah, they're obviously not an um, an English tutor mob that's helping people with their spelling. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, and, look, uh, with with this game here, um, look for the Knights here. We're, my eyes in this game are going to be on um, Gamble and um, Hastings mm. in the halves. That's that's really, for me, um, the players I'm going to look for. But they've, they've got some players in this, this team that... Um, yeah, they're playing a lot a of big their top name. notch side, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. both side Brayley. Um look, I mean obviously there's some big names missed. Kurt Mans there, there. But um, Lachlan Fitzgibbon
2: yeah. returns, you got uh, Phoenix Cross on up to the bench, you mentioned Hastings, Adam uh, Cleen Greg on the reserves. Greg uh, Marjorie coming down from the gold coast. Heimel Hunt's played a lot of first grade. Jack Interestingly, Johns. at fullback, Bailey Hodgson mm. Nephew of uh, the now Paramatta hooker uh, Hodgson, um, Josh Hodgson. Oh so, Josh. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting.
0: And, and it, yeah, so I'll be very interested to see. But yeah, as I said, I think that Gamble Hastings, um, two players that have played a lot of first grade. If that, yeah. If, if that combination, if they, if they gel this week, and you can see why they're using the trials for this one. They'll want to get some um, some K's in the legs and try and get some combinations happening in uh, in in full tilt in full tilt football. But if if that combination gels and those players play to their potential, that could be a really good pairing, I reckon. Griffo.
2: Well, Graham, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't see it being the six and seven unless Caelan Ponga gets injured. Yeah, I know that. that that's not an fairness, and yeah. and that's the thing.
0: Like, really, they they've got to really impress, and we know that some people yeah. would say, oh, you know, you could have your pommel fullback and so on and so forth. But um, the, well, yeah, they've yeah, signed Rocky
2: Miller to play fullback, so yeah. Um, I think Gamble he's your is your fourteen. Um. Yep. Yeah. Because he can cover a number of positions. Um, but yeah, I think certainly Jackson Hastings have bought him there to play seven, and uh, Ponga will be the six, and then uh, Lockie Miller's got the inside running for number one from uh, the team that they're playing. Uh, he, he's done most of his preseason training with the Sharks, hmm. uh, and uh, then he's he's gone up the M1 uh, to find a home in Newcastle. Um, Interesting, the Sharks team that Wade Graham's back to uh playing in the yeah. He's not quite as quick as he once mm-hmm. was, but uh, uh, the young number seven there, Nia, uh, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce his name, Puru. Puru um, or... he's, yeah, uh, he's a panther, and his twin uh... brother, um, has gone to the Raiders. So these were two uh, young Panthers, uh, heralded as. Uh, has very good talents. Um, I knew this one was going to the sharks, and then I, I was reading yesterday that uh his twin brother has gone down to the Raiders. You know, I wish him luck, you know, like mm. um, but anyway, it is what it is. But they've got uh a lot of their forwards there, Rudolph Amla Newelli, Jack Williams returns from injury, Teague Wilton. These guys are very experienced first graders. Ken McInnes at fourteen there. Yeah, coming off the bench there. Mm. Young Beryl was uh, a guy that was with him last year, but uh, he was like the Queensland Cup. I'm not been player of the year the year before. Very highly rated number nine. Uh, he gets his opportunity here. Um, so there's a lot of... Uh, did you, did you of get talent. as far
0: down to number 25? There's
2: the Kafusi of the Oregon Ooh. State, oh, of, there uh, he state is of Oregon. The state number of. twenty-five. I actually, I bought mm. tickets to, uh, to the Adelaide one today. I, I, I booked everything else. <laughs> And uh, the tickets came available pre-sale, so I've got uh, I've got a ticket to Adelaide for for the origin. Um, uh, yeah, interesting. Some some uh, some good names there. And and who's yeah. the second half of the doubleheader?
0: Second half of the doubleheader, you got um, South playing Manly um, in this one here. Um, you know, yet again, you've got some some first graders. One of the most interesting, I think. Um, Players to have a look at here getting a crack at fullback, probably to Shano's delight. Um, Blake Taff getting a run at fullback this week. Um, Given the the back line that they have named, I think he'll feature quite prominently and he might take... um, a, a prominent role I'd imagine here given the fact well, he's had the history so. in the house yeah. and, and he'll be looking to impress because even last year Shane, we were talking about Blake well, Tafsane sorry, f-
1: sorry listeners i just yeah. had to have a Bex and I'll lie down for a minute he's oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. recovering from it uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <yeah. We've> been, <laughs> <laughs> welcome back Shano for our yeah. we're into yeah. our no, the, no, the, it's alright just have a Bex just to, just, to, just to keep you up we to get rid of the trials Shane
0: oh ok yeah we thought stuff him, can and now we're looking at we're just we're just flicking through the trials Shane we're just picking out some of the key players He's just in talking the about
1: sorry, Roy's uh Blake Taft.
0: Um, yeah, Blake Taft. Yeah, we like, just started the South I, one as you, you mu- your ears must be burning. There's a rabidose yeah, conversation. It's
1: about, I um, mean, yeah, I, look, I, I I, think a lot's been said about South Sydney and and, and the 19th, and the sorry, 19th. He's been playing for the 19th, there. Uh, the, the the 14th, um, the role at number 14. I, I think Blake Taft is a far too good at talent, not to be playing regular football. Uh, A lot was said last year regarding why he was seen to be playing in that 19th role, 18th 18th man, sorry, Um, 19th man due to the fact that, um, you know, if he did play a certain amount of first grade games, it it incurred bonuses. Those bonuses was going to affect South Sydney's cap that year, which would have had other implications. I really hope that this year they, you know, it, if he can produce the, the quality he produced a couple of years ago, and, and, and I'm not saying he hasn't produced that quality, he just hasn't been given the opportunity. They may not um, have a
0: choice. That I, I, I,
1: I, no, I, I just think that... I well, just, well, think, too, I just two, think he's too good. <laughs> I just think he's too good not to have there. I, I agree, I, I've Shane. always thought I agree. that. Yeah, I and, remember... And, um, I, I think yeah. that it's, you know, there are two... We spoke last week about certain people at the club who are ageing and two players I want to see this week from a South Sydney perspective, Blake Taft and Mamazelos. I, I think they are the two players. Dean Hawkins is another guy I want to see. They are players who, if they like, is if Hawkins they start, in the squad? He's not, no,
0: no, he's, not he's not listed. No, he's not listed. We haven't listed him this week. No, That's I, interesting. I'm ho-
1: sorry, I'm hoping he plays... Yeah, throughout the preseason. Throughout the preseason. Yeah. Sorry, he's not this week.
0: No. And we didn't touch but, on this on there, Shane. I know we talked about off-air. Sorry yeah. to cut you off. Um, Havili, we haven't let the listeners... Yeah, well, Havili's
1: Hevili. out. out for what we what we can only sort of assume is, is round 10 or indefinite, really, um, differing reports coming from a number of different sources um, barbecue, tomato all those, um, I think that um, I think that really, I want to see Blake Taft, I want to see Mamozellos. I I think that you know, if South Sydney is saying that this guy is going to play number 14 because he's got to play somewhere, now that we've fixed up the whole how many games he can play in a year before he gets a bonus situation which seemed to be the problem last year um i really think that that this guy for me as a south fan and, and other south fans out there he has a lot of luke keery about him you know luke keery on the fringes of south played a few games was really good all of a sudden got thrown into the first grade so albeit late throughout the year but but Ended up becoming this prominent feature of the team because you couldn't have him out. That's that's to me, Blake Taft. I think he is—he's too good a, a player not to have in the South Sydney side. And boys, I don't know if you agree with me. And I know Griffo, you saw you saw him probably exclusively while watching the the grand final that year. If he was in most other clubs, they would find a spot for him. I, I'm that's, not, you know. And and I just think that you know I thought last year maybe South cut off their nose to spite their face a little bit with Blake Tapp. Um I don't think that this year that's fair on the young guy. He is a quality talent who's given who is is, is given a lot to the club, and and maybe it's about time that if he is this quality talent and he does have some quality playing in him, he might deserve deserve yeah. a spot in this squad is the same in my opinion yeah. I, I i another player i highly
0: rate we, we talked about it. if he goes elsewhere
1: if he goes elsewhere and and win and win someone else a premiership um i will need another Bex in the wide end. so
2: who what you're talking about taft there or you know,
1: tafter yeah. Mamazelos? Oh, oh yeah yeah, of
2: course. Else, yeah. the, the there, other there's, guys i know a favorite of shane or talis duncan playing yeah talis, talis, duncan, talis we duncan. talked about him the Maltese international, yeah. I,
0: I yeah. yeah,
1: yes, yes. You'd, um, you'd know well, yes, yes. Last yes. year, He's I, um, the best player, massive, massive raps on him. Um, called Talis because, um, parents were were very big fans of Brisbane and Gordon Talis. Uh, I think he, as far as the forwards go, he is the next big thing for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Mm. Uh, you have to. If if the Penrith Panthers have, have told us anything, you have to develop players in key positions. Like it's no longer the case to say, "Oh, we've developed the how halfback. How good are we?" Like this once in a this once in a decade halfback. How good are we? You've got to develop once in a decade halfbacks, once in a decade um, locks, hookers, whatever. <laughs> once in a decade hookers
2: football, <laughs> football. That, that, that sounds right. expensive okay? okay that's expensive That's Absolutely. that fucks your cat Big we guy. haven't gone no. to the Gold Coast game yet have we
1: <laughs> that's in all ways than one but <sighs> what I'm saying is is that really I think like they Sydney got a condon on the other team no, but yeah. I think yeah. That's yes, right yeah. that's right Um, I think South <laughs> Sydney over the years have been known for buying these players like look at Sam look at the Burgesses it's been like Collumatungi when you really think about it. <laughs> probably joking there too, but um, he's probably the first player where you can say South Sydney has generated. Like we've got Cameron Murray generated a lot. Second row, I think Talis Duncan is someone who they've scouted, who they've now put into their into their system. He's someone who I think will, will generate that. I, I'm excited by the prospect. Yes. I, I hope he. I hope he. I hope he lives up to to what I I think his potential will be.
0: For you to watch in this game, I know um, I don't want to labour the point here with South Sydney. Um, I I wanted to talk just very quickly about their forward pack. I feel like this might be a bit of a shootout amongst some of the forwards to see who gets a spot, Um, even in that Charity Shield 17, then going into round one, obviously. um, Sele and Moale. Celle um, was good last year in first grade. David Moale is the future. He's a beast. A big he is, human. No, he is, human. he's a huge human he's, being. He is a freak. Um, you know, you got Jacob Host there. I think he's he's um the the captain this week. My players to watch. Here you go. My players to watch that you may not be familiar with for the South Sydney side. And artists.
1: Host is coming back because Host got injured. Yes. He did. So he Host very is coming unlucky. back. He
0: was in that first grade. Host side, is coming so back. Yeah. Host is coming back. My um, two players in that um, in that back line to watch are the centres, Karapani and Jacob Gagai. Um, be interested to see how Jacob Gagai is with... Uh, he's played a lot of fullback in um, New South Wales Cup. Obviously comes with a very big last name and big shoes to fill uh, of his big brother. But... Um, yeah, keep an eye on him, Carapani, There's some uh, some big raps on him, uh, but yeah, can some, either of some... them pass? Can either of them pass? Can they pass to their winger? Yeah, apparently they've been at training and um... okay, because
1: because um, because Isaiah it. I was going to say drummer. Tass is doing it. Say, Maybe it's Isaiah a Mackay Trump, thing. Tass Hopefully for Gagai, it's not a Mackay thing. No, but but it's true. I I think that is a position, and okay, we're labouring on the club because we know them uh-huh. fairly well. I think that's a position that's actually up in the air. I don't think anyone would be pencilled in. Uh, from a club who's been told they're going to finish top four, it's insane to think that there's a key position in the centres that could be up for grabs and it's up to the trials to sort this out. That's,
0: I think that's, that's exciting I, I, and scary at the same time. Yeah, I actually think Tass and Graham will be the centres. But anyway, I think so too. But yeah, with,
2: with on the, um, on the Manly with side, with Thompson of
0: and yeah, but yeah, Manly, yes, good man. names. Some
2: good names. My One, my favorite player that I've never seen play is playing in the number nine. Is, is he is a hooker? That? Gordon or Gordon Chan Kom Tong. Oh yes, I want to see this guy play. I love his name. Great name. I'll tell we you who else did, has a good name. We never name. did put our, our carpool favourites together, did we have to do that some stuff? Fair dinkum,
0: mate. The the Manly that? the Manly team this week, this could be this we've got some, some cool names here. When it comes to names I, this I, is I great. think Manly, I think. Would you, you took, pronounce Raymond's last name? Oh no, it's a hyphenated one. Nah, I saw Vega there and took, I thought Vinny Vega. If you yeah. took Manly, I think Manly... Humphreys
1: the are the are the syllable <laughs> are the syllable team of the year? I think Manly have more syllables in their name, and that's that's ironic because Manly Manly is is you know rare for syllables as far as Manly.
2: Well, Manly Ringer, that's right. Well, um, Ringer
1: has a few, doesn't? Yeah, it? Yeah, true. I, C- if you out there, but I learned to look, I
2: learned during the holidays. Yeah. That there's actually no suburb called Warringah. Well, it's a, it's my a, daughter a, told me that. A, well, I went a, to Warringah yeah. Mall. Yeah, it's a. um and there's, there's no suburb. It's a suburb. Municip- it's, it's it's the municipality the area. It used Is to be it the just- municipality. It used to
1: be the municipality, didn't it? But yeah. But now I, it's
2: all uh, under I, one happy council there. I think they call it Northern Beaches Council. Yes,
1: I did know that it's- from when I worked down there. Oh, well, there you go. Warringah. I did because I asked because I asked one of the
2: locals where's and They're like, there is no such thing. It's like Saint no. George. There's no suburb called no. St. George. Is no. the, the,
0: Warringah.
2: That's the that's the um.
0: Like I don't know if this is where it comes from. Used to be the a council area. Yeah, it used to be a municipality. It's, yeah, but but the, but the thing is too. It's also the um. The electoral area, I suppose, for the because Zali Stegall is the member for Warringah, isn't she? Well, down
1: there was also McKellar, yeah, because 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 Bronwyn of the Bishop kind. Oh yeah,
2: yes, yes. Don't put number nine on (laughs) her. No, no,
1: no, no. There's there's a there's a there's a cheese in England called the Stinky Bishop. I'm just wondering if there was a dairy farm oh,
2: once upon oh, a time in McKellen.
0: Where's the bishop allowed to move? Can they go to any. Because I know that they're, diagonal, know. they're yeah. diagonal. They're, they're diagonal. diagonal. Yeah. you
2: got to move. Okay. You can't they're, move.
1: They're north can't north go or south. straight. can't do it okay. straight. You go, you go, yeah. You've got to go.
2: Ziggy, they're zigging when you think they should yeah. zag. Yeah. yeah. I think there's been a few diagonal tart bishops yeah. over the years, too, quietly. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> We better
0: move on. <laughs> um, to the next uh, Manly Ringu just very quickly um, players to watch. i think like Bulimor's there, uh, Trebojevic of the Ben variety. Zach Fulton's on the bench. Um, some players you want to see here. So uh, this would be a good game to keep your eye on. But um, yeah, definitely. Wonder what um,
2: Seabold will do. What? Seabold. Mm. So
0: this is this is the first um, time that Manly Seabold has the condon because he was a he was a cowboy. Right. Well, Mm. Cowboys
2: are unprotected now. Watch out. Mm. Now
0: the uh the Saturday game start at six o'clock. We had a bit of a quick chat about the Panthers team there, Griffo Um, they play the uh Parramatta Eels. We mentioned that typically this is uh one of the trials in the at the end of the yes. preseason where it's yeah. a bit of a big event. Uh, this game's this one's at Penrith. Um, it is. Was this happening? They're always in Penrith. At Penrith. Yeah, um interesting because the week after the World Club challenge also at Penrith, we named a few players okay. to look out for. Anyone else in the Penrith squad do you think the players need that the fans need to keep an eye on? Um Maverick, the winger, Beyer, famous um, name.
2: Yeah, famous name. There's a lot of famous names through the clubs net these days. Um I don't know how you pronounce the first name. Dion Amatuani. uh I don't know if I got that right but he's a big lad um with uh, I think he's got some decent raps on him they've got obviously uh he's Taruba. a winger isn't he yeah, Amit- yeah. uh Taruva's there in the centers uh could be signs of, of things to come in the future uh Tom Jenkins he's been biding his time for a while. Um, he gets his opportunity, as I mentioned earlier, Jesse McLean. Um Is guy... Maverick
1: playing in this
3: game, Griff? Yeah.
2: He, he's listed at uh, sixteen, yeah. yeah. There you go. Riley Smith yeah. yeah. there too, Shane, oh, I think you might Harry to lie down as yeah. well.
0: Talked about that. I should li- I should just
2: find out. Uh the fullback is a very talented player. Uh Isaiah Wangi. Um he was in the uh the newspaper. They South make the Wales coffee Cup machines, so. don't they? Uh, they could, yes, that I think he does in, in his spare time. I uh, won't have much time when he's going to be if he's going to be part of top oh, only, 30. Okay, Sorry. um, Hassett is a guy who I want to see play. Uh, Zach Hosking, his first game in Panthers colors coming down from the Broncos. I mentioned Luke Summerton. is a live wire out of dummy half. Um, Liam Ison, the twenty-one, is also a fullback, a very exciting player. Uh, there's a Jake Tango. there. I don't know if he's related to uh, to Isaac Tango Isaac. or not. Um, not sure on that one. Uh, we all know uh, Riley Smith uh, playing yeah. in the twenty-four. Uh, so, so a lot of interest there. Yeah, I think I guy, guy did a little bit of reading about Griff, and
1: I don't know if you if you can shed any light on him. Is of our He's um, he's he's, he's oh, touted at right. fullback. But might be playing. Is he playing on the wing? Yeah, just yeah. Just yeah he's from the Barilla Bears. He's he's oh, originally, but he, yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. From
2: St. Mary's, he played. Yeah, uh, yeah he came down and yeah. uh, apparently he lived there's been on the some, same street as Uppy. Uh, oh, okay. Um, apparently, um, there's uh, some very big uh big talk around this guy. Apparently yeah, he, he's, he's
1: very he's, good footballer.
2: He made uh, he made the World Cup team of the World Cup. Um, he yep. was on the bench.
1: Yep, that's exactly uh,
2: right. Tito is known as uh, Taruvi, yep. He played fullback for Fiji. Fullback's his best spot. He debuted last year, played yeah. a couple of games on the wing. Correct um, uh, me if I'm would... wrong. He played his first game against the Raiders, I think, from memory. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say you're wrong there, Shane. Um, he, yeah, he played, the Raiders. I'm pretty played sure played two it was late or in three season. games. Yeah,
1: yes. yeah, no, because he, I heard he had big raps and winning. Oh, yeah, he's
2: yes, yeah. he's a good he's, player. He's, he's good, good. He killed it in the mid-season um, game. I think Fiji yeah. Mutt played uh, Papua New Guinea. I think they lost that game, but Taruva was outstanding. Um, there are a lot of sides keen to to sign him last year, but he extended, um, and I think. He's probably the guy most likely to take over from Stevie Crichton yep. uh, in the centres yep. next year. Um, but, yeah, he's a very good player, best known as a fullback, Um and he will be the guy, I've I'm, I'm no doubt, that will come in for Talon May, who will serve his suspension in rounds one and two. Uh, Taruva will be the man there. Um, unless he's is an injury, um, so know, a lot of interest for me.
1: I think there's. Um, I actually think Riffo, There's a. There's a few good matchups in this game as an outsider. Um, yeah, I, of course, Eisenhooth, Madison. If they if they start that way, I'll be one.
0: Madison's but, an in, interesting one because isn't he, he? he's suspended for the first couple of games. Yeah. this season. three games. He is, he is three, three games because he wouldn't play. So he can either. play, play All fine. Yeah, he can play the yeah. preseason, and then play he the has to sit out the first few games of the NRL. Yeah, can
1: I oh. can I also give a um another little matchup, and another guy I've heard a little bit about. Again, don't know a lot. Liam Henry, the prop for Penrith, good player against, uh, and I've heard I've heard oh, no. nothing but that. And Kai Rodwell, I actually think that's the matchup of the game. Is Kai Rodwell, of course, he came from Souths. Made his made his debut against oh. Penrith, so I think that might be a really good matchup, Henry against Rodwell.
2: Henry's not a real big guy, um, no, but, but he's uh, perhaps Penrith on both. Penrith did uh, extend his contract. I think he's definitely part of the top thirty, um, and uh, yeah, he's uh, one of these young props they've got. Um, Eddie Blacker not playing this game. Which to me says Eddie Blacker will play in the World, World Club, Club Challenge. As far as I'm aware, he's not injured. Um, Jack Cole, who is uh, an up and coming uh, half, is not playing, but he is yeah. injured. So, yeah. we'll and, for, um, a while. for the Griffo, for the- you
1: guys, Zach Hosking.
2: Uh, Broncos. Be interesting yep. to see how he goes. Yep. Yeah,
1: see how he goes. I think that I yep. think if I was a fan, I'd be watching watching him closely.
2: Yeah, obviously yeah. Luke Garner's the, got the inside of running course. to replace for the army yeah. kick-out because again course, but, he's not playing this week. But and I think we'll find that the top seventeen uh, next week will all be guys not listed. Uh, yes. in what we see this week. Yes, but but
1: definitely yeah, so. waiting in the wings if anything should happen oh, absolutely. for that absolutely. for that spot.
0: Yep. Uh, on and, the um, other side of things, one player I want to point out because there was a bit of uh, look, he made a fair splash when he um first played for the Tigers. Um yeah. almost like a bit of a cult hero Zach season. Cult he hero, playing? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, playing in the
2: centres there. I thought it'd be worth pointing pretty out sure it's at the Sharks last year, Graham. So he's, oh, yeah. he's seen a few yeah. clubs. Yeah. like he's, he's a Penrith junior. That's right. It would have been a couple of years ago that he... Um, um, then he, he went played... to the Tigers and yep. made the debut. He had a... You know sort right. of like That was he a, was a before. uh before. A Coltiro. And then the second game, he had a shocker. And I don't think he played... Yeah. Uh, first grade
1: again. <laughs> I tell, tell you who we are looking at. A bit of a journeyman, Mitch Rain, number fifteen. Mitch
2: Rain. Yeah, he was yeah. there last year, but he didn't yeah. really no. see any game didn't time. See any game time. I think he might have played one or two off the bench, but I couldn't. I I can't even remember yeah, him. He's got a game. number of clubs, Mitch Rain. He has. And uh funny. Of the, junior, you know... junior polo. Yeah, twenty-eight. Yeah. Oh, no, like, right I Does he
1: I feature? Think that's just. I think I don't that's think, just the same Hayes, with Hayes Dunster. Hayes Dunster, do you, yeah. do, you, do you
2: really... The Dunster's coming back from his knees. Yep, yeah, the Dunster's oh.
1: coming back in. Do you, do you oh. really want to play him? Do you really want to play him? I'm, I'm
2: a bit... Yeah. They've got uh, Lumi Lumi. Mm-hmm. Did I see the Lumi oh. Lumi's? He's a former yes, he Melbourne is. Storm, and then he went, yep. I think, to the Sharks last year. He didn't play. No, and now uh, here he is the, uh, another Fiji and winger, yeah, for Parramatta, the second. Coming Jordan uh, Rankin who Sammy. made his debut was a, a sixteen. Or I was going to say,
1: World. I was going to say, how, how 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 apt is that? Because he made his debut as one of the youngest players in the NRL. He's got to be the oldest, by the NRL, doesn't he? He only looks like he's, the oldest. Shane, I, I, think say, well, I don't know 31. how old he is. I'm not going to. 31. 30, Thirty-one. Thirty-one. 31. As someone who just turned forty-three, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play any moral higher ground. But yeah, 31, right. he's uh, younger than all of guys, us. But he's guys, not very here for interesting. Uh, do you find it interesting that Jake Arthur's in that side? Yeah, you're right, Shane. I, 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 I find that very interesting because I, 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 part of me is saying why. Maybe I guess they want him to have more game time. Hundred thousand dollars on the line, and nepotism is best. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I just looked at it and went, wow, hang on, look at look at who you've got on the field, look who you're playing. Like like look at look at look at the game in context. Maybe they just want to pump his ties up. Have a good have a good troll game. Get that get that happiness happening into round Scored one. Scored a try in the grand final. You did. You did. I, I and I actually thought I actually thought with all um in all fairness um was okay there for a while so yeah i i find find some of their their um i find some of their selections slightly interesting um uh and of course Sean Russell their fullback he's a um good player he's a very good, good player played
2: for the Parramatta district
1: mm.
2: um out of Rouse Hill if my, if yep. my memory serves me i uh, probably played i'd say it might have been a a teammate of Jake Arthur, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, Russell yeah I, Reynolds. I
1: have, I remember he, there were massive raps on this guy, um, as he was yeah. coming through the both, ranks, both uh, from Patrician Brothers Black yes.
2: as well. Yes,
1: I, I yeah. actually, I actually applaud Para for keeping this guy on the books. I, we had the awful injury last yep. year, really, 100%, 100% the season. and most clubs would have probably. Said sorry, we can't fit you in. They've kept him, and I think they're. Going, I think it's going to play dividends. Yeah, he's he's good. I like Russell. I do oh. understand that there's a guy called uh, Gutherson that plays in the number one jersey. I think this. I. He he's got a bit of Blake taft about for me. I think this guy's just going to be too
2: good. Score a try. Not, yeah, yeah he's, he's going to be too yeah. good not to. I, put I, him I think he, he presses for for a permanent. Uh, yeah, wing I agree. Spot. yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah,
0: because he he. he... He scored a couple on debut, and remember that even he scored two or three. I feel like in that game he got injured. He only played probably yeah, three games, and he I think did, he, he it was a he punctured was very lung good. or something. I think he got a hat yeah, trick. Yeah, fractured his rib,
2: punctured his lung. And it was it was a bad one as well. I was playing it, Gold Coast. Ca- Campbell. Yeah, I'm thinking it's Campbell, but uh, I could be wrong. It was against Gold Coast. I'm pretty. I was thinking Gold Coast, Jaden Campbell mm. involved, but. Yeah I don't I, know. I just remember he um he
1: he he um
2: it was accidental played against
1: yeah he played against the doggies in that first game of his and it was very good um correct me if I'm not wrong guys if he's a um if he's if he's a teammate of Arthur's he'd also be a teammate of Penasini's
2: Probably, yeah. And I'm I pretty think, sure
1: got, I think, and think him was a Russell Rona yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, right. I, 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 That's what made me thinking maybe they were a um, they were teammates together. So some good footy coming out of that ben, area. That, that just goes. Just to, one they, interesting hey, thing I, I didn't mention. about Penrith
2: describe. is mm. yeah. the seven Jack Cogger. Yes, who yeah. who's had first yes. grade experience at uh, funny, uh, I think originally the Dogs and the Newcastle Knights. Um, yes. He has come in to fill the role that was done so well by Sean O'Sullivan last year um, as a backup, essentially, for Nathan Cleary. Mm. So, um, More recently at Huddersfield, he actually spent
0: a yeah, bit of time there. Been, he's yeah, he's been
2: in the Super League. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but... he's uh, he's a really important part of, of the top 30. Because we saw Nathan Cleary... Um, he, he only he missed ten games last week, Cleary. And, no, he and, and O'Sullivan did such a good job.
1: And can yeah. I can I add to that Jack Cogger? Not bad. As as being a guy that loves uh the blood and mustard of the Giants at Huddersfield, um a good, job. Yeah. And, and good good player all around. Like he to be fair. To be fair, I don't think he's played anywhere and, and 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 had a poor showing. I think no matter where he's played, whether it was the Knights or Doggies and Huddersfield, it's it's been good.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, I don't
1: I don't think he's I, like, I don't think he's you know he's done what he's had to do. He's a very solid player, and
0: and and the proof is you get bought by the Panthers. Jack Cogger, bit of an interesting tidbit. Um, mm-hmm. Newcastle Knights, um, under 20s team. Very interesting. Do you guys know where he was actually born? I've got no idea. You... I know.
2: Oh. No,
0: no, no know insight where he... into
2: where he's born. He played oh. his juniors. So, uh, was... Oh,
0: stop it. Oh. <laughs> Three, eight, Three, That's exactly six, right. He oh, is done. from Greenacre. Do you know how long we've been waiting for this? You know yes. He, he is from Greenacre. I think Wow. Oh, wow.
2: He's
0: He's done done. wow. That's yep. So, all those cool. listening carpool rugby leaguers driving to Greenacre, um, Jack Cogger, from what people are yes. telling me, born in Greenacre, New South Wales, son of Western Magpies
2: player Trevor Cogger. Trevor, Trevor. Cogger. yeah halfback back in the 70s he was a backup for Tommy rodonicus West play, that would have been back. For
0: in,
2: you
1: would have you would have seen them at that is did you that you would have been you would have seen them Griffo back the then. The Coggers.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I used to follow yeah. the Magpies back in yeah, the 70s so. Yeah, you're saying. Um, yeah. Trevor Cogger was a handy uh half or five eight and uh yep. John Cogger Trevor's brother, was a, a bigger boy. He played in the back row, a bit of a tearaway type. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he's certainly from uh, from good uh, rugby league genes there. Yep. I, I did see also Jack Cogger play the juniors. He uh, he played for Tukli. And yep. uh, my nephew played yes. for uh, Terrigal, the Terrigal-Wamberl Sharks, in the same team as uh, the young fullback um, from now the Cowboys, Scott Drinkwater. So, uh, Jack Cogger and Scott Drinkwater were sort of the main guys for their respective teams. They played a few grand finals Mm -hmm. against each other, uh, and the Terrigal boys got it over them a few times in in the top division on the Central Coast.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, the next game... uh, is should be played on November 1, uh, which is all Saints day. Saints day.
0: That's it is. it's true, the Saints. isn't it? <laughs> it's the Saints and the Saints. We've got the Dragons They've taking on. they come marching in, absolutely. St. Helens. Oh, look, regardless of who wins this, the Saints will who's be marching in. who got the V? Um, this is interesting, too, because for fans, it's a bit of an opportunity to see St. Helens there getting ready for the um, World Club Challenge. And there's a few familiar names there. Um, Will Hopewadi, I suppose, is one that people will be familiar with. But for those who aren't familiar with uh, English football in the Super League, I'm just going to point out now, guys, that um, James Roby, I think he's one yes. of these players that's uh, definitely one that you Oof. want to keep an eye on. Um, he can
1: he can tear he can tear the, he can tear a game apart in a heartbeat, like he he you know like. Like he he can the the way he reads the game is is exceptional. I love love that guy. I think he's a very good football player.
2: Yeah, no, he I think is, he's uh, exceptional. There's probably guys on the field that may not have been born when uh, James Roby started playing top flight. One
1: hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, back yep.
2: in the very early two thousands, yes. Uh, yes, over twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, he's he's a over 500 game player yeah, he's um and he was a, he was a great player uh back in the I days. don't know how he go, who goes you know at, nah. like, it's like late 30s or 38 something like that it's a tribute to the man that is still running around playing rugby league um uh but yes yeah, some some names there Uh, jack wellsby we know we saw him playing six for england uh, a highly uh respected young player yeah. Brightest talent in uh, in England, Uh, young. I
1: I actually think I agree with you. I actually think he's there's a handful of players I think would would do well in the NRL. He's one of them. Yeah, I think if he came
3: to
2: the NRL, it 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 would be it would be to his benefit. A a whisper I heard was if the Tigers miss out on Mitch Moses, right. uh, that they're going to target this guy. Okay, yeah, right. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but because because that's interesting. Because when you look at Jacob Little,
1: who was born on the Central Coast and played for the Tigers, um not quite unlike someone else we know, uh, in, in the doctor <laughs> variety. Um, Yeah, yeah, that that would. You know what? It, 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 he, he'd, he'd add value to the club. Absolutely. Now,
0: another player that um, people will be very familiar with here um, NRL fans, Curtis Sirinen on the bench in a very famous name out here and also um, on the reserves, Conrad Harrell. Uh, he's been very yes. good for St. Helens as a bit of a wrecking ball um, So yeah, definitely some players there that um, they're familiar with they're, they're coming up against the St. George team. Now obviously this is a bit of a preparation for them. They'll want to I mean, they've travelled a long way. They'll want to win the um, World Club Challenge. A few players for St George that we're very um, familiar in seeing. Um, look, you got um, Blake Laurie, Moses Sully. Can um, I? Can I, can Zach I bring Lomax, up someone Gray? Can I bring up someone Gray? There, Rivera and buy a Little. Graham, can nice I bring up someone? A, their,
1: their winger um, Matthew um, Fagai. He yep. he 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 um he was he played for New South Wales uh, Australian schoolboys immense talent like really really has come with um has come with some r- great raps around him I I would love for him if he could see his potential he's the kind of guy that that, that the dragons could start to build you know could start to say if we could get some key positions, some key people in some key positions. He's one player who has played in some very very big games. Um, I think he was under 18's New South Wales and Australian schoolboys. Um, you know, he he's won the SG Ball Premiership. I just think he's played some pretty good. He's played some pretty big and pretty good football. Um, i'm unsure exactly how old he is now he came as a development player
2: I he might have, he's about 22 23 these 22,
1: days. 22 23 yeah, while, yeah. but- i think he's the only reason i the only reason i um the only reason I followed him is he's from Leeton, where my auntie's from and I, I sort of looked at this guy and so i was like oh, wow you know a couple of years ago and I think that he's someone that he's he's the kind of player that if the dragons want to start building a team of really good players. Well, you know, look at his pedigree. He's he's won, he's won, he's won premierships. He's been a part of the under-18s New South Wales team. He's been a part of the Australian schoolboys side. That's pretty much all the boxes you can tick. You just need to start finding other players that can, that can go with him. So he's one player I, I would love to see him and how he starts playing in these trials. He probably will, will only get trial time. I think if he if he really has a breakout in these trials, he might be he might be giving the Dragons a very good headache that the Dragons fans have been longing for. Shane, mm. there's also Shane. Max there too. I don't
2: think, yeah. I don't think it's about mm. trust. This guy oh, he should This be guy playing. last year scored yeah. the best individual saw or Yeah, tray. Yeah. But it. it was like a miracle cool try where he, I don't know he beat about eight nine players. Yep. Um, you look at that three quarter line there of of uh, I think they call him Fiene. Um, oh, yeah, am sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks like Fee guy to me, but yeah, yeah. Um, Moses always, uh, yeah, or, or I don't know course. if it's, they've they've stuck an extra yeah. e on the end, or I'm assuming that's. What we used to know was Moses Souley, Zach Lomax, and Michaeli Raveloa. Oh, good, so good. That's a good pretty handy attacking uh, good line. quartet there, yeah. Uh, well, I just so think <laughs> maybe the vows. We're vows on
0: special this week. Nah, with he the, he's. Moses I, I think last,
1: with I, I think last year he proved that if he's not part of their top line squad. Well then, he should be providing the coaching staff with some very good headaches.
2: Oh, right. he's, I, he had a great year, Sully. He got yeah. unfortunately got injured towards the end. Yeah, but well, he was—he's uh, a machine. Out, out wide. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. You know what? Matt Feeney will I'll be just, on the I'll wing with Ravalawa with, with Sully with and Can Lomax in this? the
1: wing in the centre. Can of Sully. I say this? Can I say this, guys? I've just pulled it up. For the, for the Dragons, the, the St. George Illawarra kind, I reckon that two three four
0: five, that should start the season for me. Oh, yeah, that's Nor what I was it saying. Really that's a, an injury. I, that should start the season the, for me. The, for their back line, the only difference, I mean, obviously is going to be the, the key areas in the spine. You'd imagine... I, I, I'm
2: imagining uh, Sloan be Probably play Probably. fullback. Yeah, he's, well, he's, the only, he's, he's the last man standing as far as fullbacks yeah. go. Yeah. yeah he's uh, flying. Rums is out for the year. He's backflip. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, Hunt's the best halfback back. club. Sullivan is out
2: for, for, for the first, well, he's got armstring injury. So it's uh, it's likely that we're going to see, um, do it's he quite he a possible. Moses and in Barn might play six uh, along long so. Hunt, sir. Seven oh. there, and Tyrell slowing it, fullback. At fullback, full yeah. Uh, because also, too, you've got Um, Amone, he's been
0: stood down. He had a bit of... Yeah, that's, uh,
2: that's what I'm saying. They've got... Yeah. There's a lot of guys missing. So it almost picks itself.
0: Yep. And, and, and the other thing is, too, you can't even do an old switcheroo, even though it's pretty much a back row now. You can't even throw... Jack Bird in there. They're not even sure he's going to be there for the start of the yeah, season. Yeah, as well. Name. Yeah, he's got a, he's um, a bit of an
2: injury. Yeah, so... Um,
0: have they got Jacob Little in there at number nine yet? Okay, yeah, so they've got little, Jacob Little there. Jacob's there. there. Yeah, <laughs> Little Jacob I had a read
2: at uh, my first why? look and I thought Shrek was there in number 24. <laughs> yeah, okay. oh, Here
0: right, <laughs> we go. He's not
2: there. Jackson, Shrek. Well, he's going to be Shrek now. He's got, That's what I read, yes. uh,
0: Yeah, Zach Herring's going, look, at least they've left me alone.
2: Uh, <laughs> Red Zach.
0: Yeah, so, look, it'll be interesting to see how the Dragons go. They're not a team that everyone's um, nope. the, looking for a lot of. Um, They're not I making know.
2: the eight this year. That's my bold no. prediction.
0: <laughs> no. So, uh, moving on then after that one. That one's on Saturday night. Um... This was a game I alluded to earlier, guys. Where the um, Storm vs Roosters. I'll I'll talk just very quickly about the Roosters side first of all, because you've got Brandon Smith. He's going to play his first match of them. Obviously, you'd imagine um, limited minutes, but you've also got Luke Keary, uh, Sam Walker, Joe uh-huh. Swally, um Victor Radley. There's there's some. Some names there, too. As I said, they've got a baker, they've got a, a butcher, they just need the candlestick maker, Matthew Lodge, Jake Turpin. They've, they've they've got some names here. I know, obviously, Wong. it's a trial, and they could all be off by the 20-minute mark, but the Roosters running out some some big names. Jackson oh, yes. Paulo so playing his first match for the club. He's played a lot of first grade. He
2: has. Yeah. We've got Suwe Wong there, touted as the best young... Back row in the game last year by Phil Gould, and he did very well for Fiji in the World Cup. we're yes. going to see a lot of him. Um, yeah, this they, they they got a lot of guns there, more so in the forwards. Well, you got Suwali out there, um, Alfred Smalley. I, I think he may have debuted for Manly last year. I'm pretty sure in that game that the the game where all those guys stood down. I'm pretty That's sure we saw. Right. Alfred Smalley on the wing, and he he did a good job for the Sea Eagles, and he looks like he's uh, he's flown to become another bird. Um, yeah, but Smalley and, definitely uh, made I his think, debut. Yeah, I think his uh, first grade
0: debut was actually against the Roosters, and he scored a try. Yes, yeah, he got it was done the pride, twenty points to ten.
2: The lack of pride round. <laughs> um, yeah, so interestingly. Um, we see uh we see chris sorry uh joe chan as the only player listed this week all in capital letters with his surname maybe you gotta yell chan man chan must be something to him actually Hmm.
1: talking about the uh forward pack for the storm uh josh king um name as captain this week for the storm uh was named in their prime minister's side I, I think that's good for him I think Any anytime you can captain your side even if it is a trial match as my rant sort of indicated earlier but I think I think that's a big feather in his cap to say yeah. you know what today you run out uh, as the captain i I, I, I think he's a good footballer um you know he's he's you know he's been around I think he debuted maybe for Newcastle. From memory, but to um, but in yeah. In 2022, um, was in the Prime Minister's 13. I, I I think that's that's cool to be able to now put 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 the captain next to your name, um, for the Melbourne Storm. I think that's a that's a that's a fairly decent feather in your cap.
0: I'll tell you another yeah,
2: interesting. Th- oh, sorry, Griff, you you go on. Yeah, just uh, a few. Well. Bronson garlic, uh, sort of shot yeah, garlic. Yeah, it's, I was going to bring that up. Um, I was going to say can a very I, famous name in I, the number it, nine.
1: Can, can I also mention another person? He's not really a youngster either. Um, young Tonnamapia. Yeah, he's not so young anymore. He's not so young anymore. Mm. So um, named on the interchange bench. Uh, yeah, he's
2: a he's a Victorian uh, junior who came through the Storm mm, system. Yes, I think he might have went to the Gold Coast, or then he was over in the Super League. I mean, he's back. I think he came back last year. A couple other names: uh, Cole Geyer is the son yeah. of uh, Matt Gaia, um, uh, former Storm legend. Yes, yeah, I, yes. I, I I taught his mom back in the old Nepean High School days. <laughs> Touch football, yeah. Um, uh, Belinda? Um, Also, above him on the list there, Keegan Russell-Smith. Keegan Russell-Smith is a Panthers junior. I think he might have been a St. Dom's boy who played in the halves, I think, in the winning SG ball team last year one of the young guys who Penrith was not able to keep um, in in some of those junior sides that were very successful. Uh, I've not seen him play, but I'm told that he's a very good player, Keegan Russell Smith. Um, So a few guys of interest Mm. uh, in that side. Um, Also, Warwick Warbrick is of interest. He was a guy a rugby union player from New Zealand who was there last year but did not see NRL, uh, did not make his debut. Um, He gets his opportunity to show his wares. Uh, And I was surprised that he didn't make his debut last year because they had all sorts of problems uh, in the three-quarter line. Um, And they had some players there that probably weren't quite up to NRL standards. So... And he couldn't debut last year, so uh, I guess maybe it took him a bit of time to get used to the the, the game. But the other player, Mm. very good halfback, Jonah Pezit. I think he might have been the man of the match in the under-19s New South Wales v queensland last year. Big raps on uh, Pezit, son of uh, former Parramatta player Troy Pezit. And I think... uh, might plead for the Knights as well. I think Young Pezet is actually a Knights junior.
0: Um, just this, looking team, at this, well, this team is this team? Do they have? Just before we go too far, could this be the team of? Like, is this the generationals? Second generationals stars? There a lot Storm, of them, yeah. when you yeah. got your Wishart, Garlic, as you said, Pezet. You've got um, mm. Call Gaia. A lot of yeah. I'm pretty sure
2: of... Josh King is the son of a former. Uh, it could be nephew of Matt King. I might be oh, wondering. okay. There yes. is a relation. There was a there, number I of think. a number of brothers yep. from the north of New South Wales. Uh, probably three or four of them that played in uh, NRL. And just on um, that, just just while you're talking about that, Jaden
1: and who is of course the younger brother of the Cody kind, he was in the he was in the All Stars match last year, wasn't he? It could have been. I'm pretty sure he really was. I'm pretty sure it was in the Maori
0: All-Stars game. Yeah. So, so, for me, your name's there. So, I, I mean, this game I think will be good to watch. I mean, if you're, a, if you're a Roosters fan, especially, you got your eyes on this one. Fingers crossed no one gets injured. But also, too, the Storm, this is a great game to watch because the Storm, are pro- they're a production line. They just take these players. Now, I look at players like... I know I'm, I'm labouring the point here and everyone goes, oh, he's going back to Sean Garlick's son. Bronson Garlic. he's not a youngster. For those that don't know, he's he's probably about 26. He was in the, um, the lower grades at South, and he never got picked for the representative sides, and he just kept playing footy, and Melbourne said, yeah, come down here. We know that Melbourne can take these players that other clubs don't necessarily bring the best out of and, and and turn them into stars. I'm not saying that Bronson Galley's going to be a star, but what I'm saying is Melbourne know how to bring the best out of these players. So I think you're going to see some real talent uh, wearing purple uh, in Geelong on Sunday afternoon. We
1: talked about certain. We talked about certain um, bench spots up for grabs. Uh, two players, um, Sua Wong and Drew Hutchinson. I think they're, if 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 they have big pre-season outings, will definitely impress the coach for for some sort of um, for some at least to be at least to be the key pick in, if not on the bench, uh, featuring prominently in New South Wales Cup to to hopefully vie for for first grade. They're, they're two players. I think if I was a... I know what I'm getting from pretty much everyone else. I think they're they're two players I would want to see, and Jackson Paulo. How's he going to um, going to do in the tricolours?
0: Yep. Uh, moving on, uh, just looking uh, to Sunday afternoon again, a bit later on in the uh, in the afternoon. You've got the Raiders taking on the Bulldogs. A lot of talk in the off-season about the Bulldogs. They've got a lot of big-name signings. Um, some of those players have been named. Uh, I've, I've looked through their squad, and I've seen that um, Reid Marnie, Ryan Sutton... Um, for, for Brown's there. Pe- Pelé's there of the Rugby League variety, not the uh, soccer variety. No, he's not, not with us anymore. He's... Um, <laughs> no, he's not... They they're there. Obviously, they have still got some um some players to run out. I, I had a look. I couldn't see Kikau in the list. I think that's the one that people are waiting to see how he goes in those colours. Um, some names there that are big names. Uh, for the Raiders, the guy that just keeps on going, Jared Croker, are Shane's favourites. He had that shoulder injury. Uh, he's gonna have a run. Xavier Savage. At I reckon. Pongba. I
1: reckon. Well, so
2: so, who's older, Croker or
1: Josh Reynolds?
2: Croker's not as old as you think. He's no. started very young. I'd say Reynolds would be older than yeah. Reynolds yeah, and,
0: and, and, and and we I, I can't remember did we talk about this on on no, the podcast last week? Croker, Croker's yeah, yeah. thirty-two. Reynolds. We were talking about Reynolds last week. He was sort of throwing a lifeline. Um, you got you got players here. I think they're both in their early 30s, aren't they? I think Reynolds is 33, Croker's 32. Um, we're a similar vintage there yeah. with those two blokes. Um, oh, here we go. So Josh Reynolds, 13, yeah. uh,
1: 13th of April, 89. Oh, 89. So what's Croker? ninety? Okay, so well, it's September then. If he's ninety, yes, 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 yes. he's doing well, isn't he? Yes. Oh, well, he? Croker. Yes. He's running around he's, at ninety. Is he's, he's, he's ninety? <laughs> so he's he's a year younger than than Reynolds.
0: <laughs> so Reynolds is older. <laughs> Jeez, All right. You. The way I drink, I won't make ninety. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the um, golden. the of gold, goblin stopping. Yeah, but you've got some um. Some, some some players here so I'm, I'm looking at the canberra side there's some youngsters there as well but you've got um frawley schneider these are players that we've talked about a lot in the past with the raiders um brad schneider we, we they, talked a bit about him in the, the early
2: part last year at halfback and before yeah. um before the guy who came down from the goal Coast fogarty while well, fogarty was injured schneider was uh played most of those games he's a young mm. guy and they they dropped him out of the team um but good to see he's getting opportunity again mm. he the won guy, some award didn't he well he could have ah uh, i don't know what what's the hang
1: on hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. it's gonna get to uh, my holland award uh, Sorry. I thought you were going to say, you know. No, 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 no. Best best eyebrows <laughs> or something
0: at the end of your presentation.
2: Uh, My Holland Award. Right. danny
0: Levi, playing this week as well?
2: Oh, yeah. That'd be big uh... off-season sign. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Levi's their best option at nine. They've got, uh, got Wolford, uh, who's coming off the bench, and also... Uh, the young uh, guy from the Central Coast who, who's been good for him for a few years whose name will come back to me at some stage um, Tom Tom I don't know he's, he's, he's been off the bench for him for a few years yeah. uh, and uh, basically took over from Hodgson um, he's not are oh, you thinking Starling? that's the one Tom Starling yeah, yeah sorry yeah so yeah. I, don't, I don't, Levi's just a back Any
1: he Levi's a situation where hasn't he played between yeah, here yeah. and it's right. not a few clubs. So yeah, you got Wolford, um, you, you got, Warford, got Starling yeah. there.
0: So, yeah, Reid Marnie
1: is going to
2: be a very good, is, he's going to see what Reid Marnie can do. The guy, um, if, if listeners who have not seen this guy play, who's uh, going to be a big player in more ways than one for the Raiders over the next decade is Trey Mooney. Yes. Captained the Blues under nineteens last year, and uh, really took it to the Maroons forwards. Uh, he's a big, powerful unit, Trey Mooney, and know um, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of him over the next decade for the Raiders. Yeah,
0: yeah, he um good acquisition
1: for the Raiders because not 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 local from down there from uh, from out Cabrera Yeah, was he? Yeah, our capital away. So to to, to, to to nab to nab to nab that early and to see that talent early, that's and, and I think we were saying last week, you know, Be when you start getting those players, I, I I think he's one of those players that the Raiders, you know, they might have some lean years coming up, but but guys like him they have to keep. They can build, you know, they can build some certain things around here.
2: I right have got insane. some good young talent.
1: Yeah, 100%. We just need to keep it. This is at Maruya, this game? Down south? It
2: is, yeah. Now, it, it's at Ak Wayman, Over. Okay. Now, Ak Wayman is the father of uh, the former Raider and St. George Dragon, Michael Wayman. Okay. Oh, really? So, uh, it yes. must, be, must
1: hail from that
2: way. He they? did, yeah. Yes. Apparently, a bit of a local legend, Ak Wayman. Um, wow. And as I said, his son, Michael Weyman, uh, had a, a very good career at the Raiders and later playing in the Dragons uh, Premiership. Yeah, in 2010. 2010. Premiership with them. Yeah. Um, the yeah. other guy that I, I mentioned earlier, um, Hojipa Peru. Peru Peruya Sharks are the junior uh, team
1: down there. You know I like a good junior team. There you oh, go. Absolutely.
2: Um. I talked about earlier, uh, Ni- oh, yeah. Ni- I don't, can't pronounce their first names, Kuru. I think they're twins actually, um, to the Junior Panthers and they've, they've both left uh, Left the Panthers to uh, head in uh, different directions. Uh, so they've got Hojipa has gone to the Raiders and eye Ni- Ni- has gone to the Sharks. So it'll be Do interesting you know what- to see how oh, they go.
0: Do you know what my favourite thing is about this game? One team in the Bulldogs, a very familiar player to NRL fans, Braden Burns, playing fullback for the Bulldogs. If you roll down to number twenty eight, the last player that has been named for the Raiders, his name is Raiden Burns. I'm not mm. taking the piss here. We've got Raiden Burns versus yeah, Brayden Burns.
2: Oh, so where are we going with twenty eight? Because I'm seeing something different.
0: No,
1: twenty-eight
2: for, for the, the Raiders. Raiders
0: is Raiden Burns. Oh, Raiden Burns. Oh, for the Raiders. Yeah, we've got a Raiden oh. Burns on the Raiders and a Braden Burns on the on the Bulldogs. Well, that they could play for the Burns right. Cup. Yeah.
2: This yeah, game. Yeah, Raiden, Raiden and Brayden. We're All, all and what boys. other no. brother, Jaden? Who's he playing for? We don't know. Jaden Burns. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Um, he's a long lost
0: one that plays reserve grade. Yeah. For the, uh
2: I, I know guys, he's Queensland just Cup. On, on a serious note, um, if we can be serious at this time of, of the game. Yeah. Um Khalid Rajab. Now we've talked about Rajab mm-hmm. uh previously, a very, very talented young player. Mm-hmm. Uh there was a bit of headlines this week that he's not part of the top thirty. For wow. the Bulldogs, okay, um, Playing for and a uh, really, okay. Well, a lot of uh, criticism—not that social media, you know—it's just a cesspit. But um, a lot of Bulldogs fans very upset about hmm. that fact about Rajab not getting is part he, of the top thirty. He's a
0: halfback. Yes, is he? He played for Lebanon, didn't he? Is it? Am he I? Did. He, yeah, he did. Yeah, very well.
1: The biggest yeah. problem I think, Griff, when, when like like for his job, it, it, when once you don't make the thirty, I often think you're you're open slather for anyone to start making a bid for you, and I often think that sometimes the thirty is is a bit of a security blanket for your team to say, you know what, you're probably not going to play first grade. But you are in your sights. You're going to be part of this crew. You're going to be part of the training squad. If he's not part of the 30, he would be a
2: great find for some team out there. Well, I don't know if he's on a development contract or not. I don't, I don't know. know. But I know Gould came out and addressed the criticism okay. and saying, you know, uh, he's not going anywhere. He's a bulldog, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah, you know, usually That's usually the kiss of death. <laughs> exactly well if 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 he valued them that highly it criticism great. us around the fact that they've signed uh Josh Reynolds 33 year old yeah um, this guy I think is late teens or 20 at most yeah um, and on the up and of course they splashed out uh paying a big transfer fee to the Broncos for the young yeah. halfback uh, who's not playing this week Yeah. Um, a surname starts with O, uh, and I'd really need to look at that. If I can't remember his name. We talked about him last week, I think. Um, but that guy, obviously, they value more highly than yeah. Rajab. So um, I would think uh, there'd be clubs sniffing around uh, to see whether they could uh, take this young guy who showed in the World Cup against... Teams like Australia, hundred yeah, percent, that he can play, um, and uh, I, for one, would be happy to see him leave the Bulldogs. Yeah, I
1: <laughs> I, tell, I tell, well, I tell you, I tell you, another player who I'd be keen to see this year, Chris Patulu. Um, I've heard it pronounced Patolo. I've also someone correct me once says Patulu. Um, he was in the New South Wales Triple C side, um. He's in. I think it was a. It was a couple of years ago now. Um, actually, it might have been a bit more than a couple of years ago. But a very good talent. It'd be interesting to see if he can grow into those skills this year on the interchange for the dogs. Um, be interesting to see what happens. This I think this might be a uh, a critical year because I, I remember reading about this this kid and thinking, wow, you know, maybe the hype should have got him to first grade by now and be interesting to see if he's if he's on the fringe at, at the dogs, what happens in a side that's building, can he crack it and be a regular feature of the 17th?
2: The other uh, signing which has almost been unheralded is Andrew Davy. Um mm. Davy was a very good player at Parramatta Went to Manley, was very good at Manley, and um we haven't really heard uh, but he's there. He's gonna make his uh first time he's gonna pull on the blue and white and he's wearing the sixteen. Um Andrew Davy, a very good second rower. Um so
0: another player has been um, actually Stryker. the guy the guy
1: below him, Corey Waddell, he came good he play. also came from it's the Penrith uh, yeah, Penrith
0: Jr. Eve oh. Penrith
1: Jr. A father played for Penrith.
2: Yes, correct me uh, if I'm wrong. And the um, and the Illawarra okay. dealers, um, uh, but but Steve came Woodell, from. He also, sure.
1: he also, Manly. came from Manly from from memory. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, Corey Woodell. Yeah. He, did, he, he he went, went to, to Manly.
1: Is it Manly last year? From memory. No. Year before, no. year before, two years, years ago, it's been. Yeah, yeah. Year oh, he was, been yeah. there year. He was there before last year. at Manly, sorry. Yes, yeah. uh, he, he yes. did leave Penrith yes. to go to Manly. Yes, I know um, he left to go to Manly, and then wound up with the Dogs. So yeah. he's been last the dogs year at the Dogs, years, last year at the Dogs,
0: year before at the Dogs. I yeah, think he came to the he Dogs a couple of years. Is. Yeah, I
1: remember he also came from Manly.
0: Look, moving on to the later game on Sunday, this is a very historic game, the one at 6 o'clock um, at oh Ballo Park God. in Cairns. The Cowboys will be playing the Dolphins. This is the first ever time that the, uh, the Dolphins will play, just known as the Dolphins. Um, just for those listeners who may be new to the podcast, if you ever hear us just referring to a team as Redcliffe, it's this mob. Um, yes, Cowboys yes. playing the Redcliffe Dolphins... Uh, I was going to say, um, you know, everyone's rolling out reserve grade sides this week. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it. There's a there's, there's obviously a joke there for the Dolphins, but looking at the names in their side, I think they're they're rolling out a lot of the names. It's not obviously uh the team that I'd expect one to seventeen in round one, but just hitting on the Dolphins first of all. I mean, I'll be an idiot if I said I'll read all their new recruits because they're a brand new team, but some of the um. Players of note that I wanted to point out. Asako at fullback. Um, obviously through there, we've got some names we know. Tessie Neu, um, Ewan Aiken, Gildard on the wing. The halves Milford and Katoa. Um, just even going through the side, I'll just, while I'm on a roll here, Jared Wallace, people will know. Herman S.A.S.A. Um, Ray Stone. Ray Stone, uh, a lot of Paramount fans for me are there. Don't play uh, him at hooker. yeah Yeah, look he'll score you he'll score a winning try for you but he'll injure himself in the um in the process uh just just very quickly guys I think probably the I'll I'll talk about the Cowboys later because they've got some new players there that I wanted to have a chat about but um uh the Dolphins some of these players in this squad I know we don't have super high expectations of the Dolphins um I think I'll be penciling them in on the official uh, tipping sheet griffo as my wooden spoon. But um, uh, Isaiah Katoa, obviously a player that um, there'll be a fair bit of talk about around the Dolphins. Uh, him spe- he specifically is going to be one to watch, I think, this week.
2: Yes, he is uh, the guy that Penrith did not want to lose Um He is supposedly the next big thing um, in number sevens um, and he's got some credentials to back that up. Played in a couple of the uh, winning teams for the Panthers. I think SG Ball, uh, the Jersey flag. He played also in those winning grand finals. Um, A guy who interests me is Jack Bostock, um, tall winger, uh, played again in the New South Wales under-19s team last year. Yeah, I I, I I agree with you, Griff. Good player. I think he's on a development contract, which means we're not going to see him play first grade, um, at least until sort of June or something like that. Yeah. Um, But he'll be there, uh, I think, um those two guys as i look at their back line are the guys that interest me the most um asako might have been the first player or one of the first players the Dolphins signed i think his manager did a good job because he probably got a good contract he's uh one of these rocks and diamonds guys asako um tessie knew uh, is a guy that two or three years ago, all sorts of clubs were trying to sign him. Uh, and the Broncos ended up getting him. uh I think he's a Gold Coast junior. Hasn't quite come on as expected, but uh, he recently signed with the club. He's got ability. um Aitken, we know, was a solid player. Gildart played with two clubs mm. last year and neither of them wanted him. No. Um, but he's landed himself a contract, and he's he's sort of getting to his mid to
1: late twenties now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just he's, don't think he's, he's been a, around um, for a long yeah. time No. and that's why you know you look at you're you talking about and and instantly when you brought up Bostock and and on the development uh, contract, you think well, well, he's someone that could fit. In well, that. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'd tell you who I'd rather have. Yeah, Milford, No disrespect to, to the guy, but that's...
2: oh, well, you know, Gil Darts played for his yeah. country. Um, yeah. But he didn't cut it either at the Tigers or the Roosters, no. really. Um, unfortunately for him. Um, Milford, you know, again, the Rocks or Diamonds at this stage of his career. It's mostly uh, rocks now. Coteau's got plenty of upside. Wallace is well past his best, as is S.A.S.A., I don't know Harrison Graham, the hooker. I don't know Sim Simbikin. Connolly Lemuelu, he is a very good player out of the Cowboys. Hmm. Um, had some, didn't see a season. lot of NRL last year because the side was going so well. But when he did play, he did some really good things. He's a guy on the up. Um, and uh, Tommy Gilbert's not playing this game, but I think... For mine, I know they've got uh, they've got the Melbourne Storm back rowers of uh, Bromwich yeah. and uh, uh, Felice Kafusi, but I think at this stage, uh, uh, I think he's better than, than those guys at this stage. I mean, they were both great players, but they're you know, they're the wrong side of 30, yeah, and um. I think this is a guy who can do some damage for him. Stone, we know, is one of those guys who will give his his absolute all, but don't put him in in number nine. Um, yeah. Braden McGrady, yes. I think he he played some juniors at the Panthers. Um, As a Panther fan, you should have liked that, shouldn't you, mate? Oh, I love the only one to played number nine when he
0: plays the Panthers.
2: Yeah, and poor fella, he he you know in a big game he, he yeah. made some mistakes, but. The guy that interests me on the bench is Valence Tafare. Uh, we he's a big unit. Um, he, he's a, like a Conrad Hurrell type, is what I've heard. But he, he's he's I listed He's listed 108 kilos. He's a centre, um, and he's a guy that uh, I think we'll see some uh, some NRL out of him. Um, they got a few names there that I'm not familiar with. Sepanowski and Hubner, um, not familiar. Uh, Judah Rimbu, I'm not familiar with him. Nor I think Roderick Ty. I think he's played a bit of... He's done some of the clubs. There's a lot of names there that I don't know. Pawasa for Suomal Illy, he's played at a few clubs. Might be most recently at the Dragons. I think he was a former Rooster. Um, Mason Teague, he's out of the Penrith Juniors again. He was in their winning SG ball team, and people uh, tell me he's a very good player, um, and uh, he was one of these guys that Wayne Bennett signed up. Um, he saw perhaps a pathway to first grade much quicker at the Dolphins and, than um, playing at the Panthers, so... Um, He's a guy again. They've got some really good youngsters. Um, Unfortunately, I think they've got too many guys past their prime. Uh, But it'll be interesting to see how this team goes this year. Uh, In this game, they come up against the side that did so well last year. Um, Not playing too many, well, really none of their big guns. Uh, I hear Tom Chester, the fullback, is a really good player. Uh, Mokadreki, again, also a Fijian, uh, said to be uh, talented. The two centers... Big, have, big try around. scorer for
0: the Cutters, I think, last year. He was playing at Makai. The Cutters I think okay. Yeah, okay, he was playing Makai.
2: He's got a lot of tries. All Better right. talk about so him that's the uh, sort of guy you want on the wing. Uh, the two centers have been around a bit, particularly Brendan Elliott and uh, Shibasaki. Yeah. Yeah. Did he play at Souths?
0: Shibasaki. Yeah. I know he was a Bronco. Nah, is it Bronco oh, not that I know of. I oh, no,
2: Raiders. F- he might have no, been the Raiders. Raiders. Be yeah. Playful. But he was um,
0: um I remember him playing he
2: played a bit of bit of first grade at the Broncos. He did. Yeah, Shibisaki. Broncos and it was the Raiders. I, I got confused. Yeah, I knew it was he, a, tip, a bit out of green there. He no, um, he
0: played at the Broncos. Here we go. Um Shibasaki played at the Broncos, then the Knights. Last year nice. yeah, he played Played 14 games for the Knights. There you go. Um, right. Last year, so he was actually contracted at the um, Cowboys. He was on a train and trial contract um, yeah, for the Cowboys last year, but didn't feature in first grade. Okay, There you go. Cool. There you go.
1: I'll tell you a guy who did play for South Sydney and made the debut is number 11. Suggestive.
0: Jack Jesky, yeah,
1: yeah no, no, no. It's, it's interesting the signing because he was he was it, featured for Manly. Through, yes, yeah, you remember, did. remember when he came through? He was really like there massive was massive raps, raps and it Huge. just it just his junior career was was highlighted with some phenomenal rugby league, and it's it's sort of landed him in the wilderness, and maybe at the Cowboys he can he can he can he can find that form that he had way back when.
0: He was another one of those players though that um, he he did have some injury concerns. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he he's one of those players that's done a bit of hokey pokey between reserve grade well, first grade injuries to show and so on so To and so show forth. you what to show you what South He's from Woolmar
1: and um or up that way. Yeah. And 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 South brought him down and yeah, and, and, you know, we're talking we're talking a bit of time now because that guy would be in his late 20s by now. Yeah. Dugeski. Formerly surely. of the Dragons. Yeah, 28. 28 is he? That's yeah, not South surprising. Manly,
0: Dragons, Cowboys. That's, that's his, not um, surprising yeah,
1: because too. I'll never forget when he started. It was like, you know, like people really thought that second row position, they thought he
0: was – you know, he was the week. captain of the South under twenties in twenty fourteen. He was, he was, he was. So the year, was, the, the year they won the he premiership, he won the premiership under twenties.
1: People captain. were just waiting for this guy to crack it and crack it into first grade. And yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like, anyway, you see it all the time,
0: you know. Well, you know, hopefully he features for the Cowboys, and I think for him this is this is one of those games where he can he's got the opportunity to show what he's um, what he's a made guy of. like
1: him. A guy like him really needs to be the best forward on the field. Yeah, Looking at just, who, the, you know, no, James, James Tarmow's there. Don't get good James, zeps, but you know, James I
0: mean? Tarmow at what? The, speaking of yeah, old I laugh because all these guys are younger yeah. than us. Yeah, but, yeah but, Methuselah,
1: 30, um, Methuselah,
0: 30, not out there, but James, James Tarmow is 30, really 34.
1: A guy like Jack Jageski, he he needs to be the best player on. He needs to be the best forward on that field, really. For his career,
2: yeah, I I, I think he's a good player. I I do too. He came out and uh, criticised Hook uh, Griffin, uh, who basically didn't give him a goal at at the Dragons. Um, But he's got an opportunity now. He's a good player.
1: You know, it's his it's his spot to lose in some ways. You know, he comes out, plays some great footy, does what his his skill set allows him to do. He'll feature in this side. And, and as far mm. as I'm concerned, the Cowboys will be playing finals football in
2: 2023. We expect mm. so. Definitely some, expect some so. Some good uh, names again on the bench there. Um Sylvester uh, Nemo was yeah, his right. name on... <laughs> N A M O, that's right. N A M O S. He's another. What we're starting to actually
0: see a lot of, and and with some of the players we've talked about recently there, and and obviously um, Namo is one of them. We're seeing um, continuing this, um, I suppose, wave of talent from Papua New Guinea. He's a PNG player, is he Namo? Yeah, I'm, I'm positive he's oh, from good. I might have made a dick at myself here. Oh, yeah, he was good. born in Papua New Guinea, yes. Oh, there you
2: go. Thank God. Um, I was the, the, yeah, I he he the guy playing in the front row, who, again, was another Fijian who did well in the World Cup, I think it was uh, Tanyela Sadrugu. Um, uh, a lot of really good young Fijian forwards throughout the NRL clubs. And we know there's, you know, a production line of Fijian wingers, but uh, some very good forwards uh, who've got a Fijian heritage. And he's uh, another one. Sajugil did good work in the World Cup. Another tell big guy wide.
0: who's on their reserves.
1: kilos. I'll tell you who's on their reserves, uh, Bench. Jordan Lip, very, very tall human being. Uh, I'd say he's still part of their development squad for twenty twenty three um has a fair bit of talk around him uh, in the Yeah, I would you'd expect um, that with that name, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, it's yeah. He gives a lot sure, of lip. <laughs> gives a bit of lip and uh, but apparently um I think he's he's either I am pretty sure by now he's in his early twenties, but but really comes with a um really comes with a lot of wraps around him, very tall, um Tall human being in the centres, apparently defensively very sound. Um be interesting to see what he does for their feeder club this year because if he doesn't feature for the Cowboys in future years, he could be headhunted by other NRL clubs um, for his services in the centres. Question, if
2: anyone knows, Zach Labor, yeah. is he the, uh, the PNG 5'8"? Of, I know that yeah, they had a, was their their five eight, uh, somewhat distinctive in the PNG team. I don't um, remember his name being Zach though. That's that's that was my question.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you, Griff. I,
2: I you can't, did well I in the World Cup and yeah. been representing PNG yeah. for a while. Kyle, Kyle was is there a Kyle? A oh, Labert, yeah, could be. it. But uh, Zach Labert, they're yeah. sort of. Um, Maybe. I'm pretty sure on the the opposition, Roderick Tai is a P, PNG player as well from the World mm-hmm. Cup, playing mm-hmm. 19 for Dolphins. Good to see. Uh, good to see PNG guys yeah. getting more experience yeah. in the NRL. Uh, and that's a,
0: that's a that's a that's an area where the North Queensland Cowboys can really. they're very close make the by, most yeah. That. Like geographically, obviously they're
2: the yeah.
1: closest team, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. um also guys a guy who's hails from um who hails from up that way Jack Burke young halfback um some raps coming in and around him he would be late teens maybe 20 21 uh be very interesting to see what happens with that young man over the next few years again a bit like a, a bit like jordan lip if if he starts lighting up um if he starts lighting up i i couldn't tell you whether he's are on a development contract or not um i know lip is but um i think he is but if he starts lighting up the queensland cup or or um or their equivalent for the cowboys he he could be again someone who's on the radar for, for future nrl clubs because mm. um some some raps coming coming through from northern queensland about this guy and I, I i got a gut feeling uh i forget who it was but he was named um you know like he was named the one to watch as as a halfback for uh future queensland uh young queensland sides and and definitely best halfback in in the in that region for for, for Townsville and, and Northern Queensland, so
2: just got an update on uh, our friend Sylvester Nemo. Yeah, uh, he is a PNG uh, player, uh, a prop, uh, one hundred and ten kilos of Sylvester, wow. one point eight meters, twenty two years of age. So twenty two, uh, a former a very, PNG hunter, very um, very big human being. And big I'll, guy. I'll
0: tell you, I'll tell you one thing. We we just talked then about these youngsters here. And we talked about a few of the Townsville Blackhawks. Then, one thing I think that's starting to yeah, pay Black dividends.
1: Yeah, Blackhawks. Sorry, I, I was I, mm. I was a bit remiss in this, Their name, no, Blackhawks. No.
0: One thing that's starting to pay a bit of dividends for them in um, the Queensland Cup. If you have a look at feeder teams, like we always know that you know down in Brisbane, the Broncos have a few feeder clubs. But now that you've got some real talent with the Townsville Blackhawks, um, we know traditionally. Also to the Northern Pride and Mackay Cutters. Those three clubs are the feeder clubs for North Queensland. So they've got... A big base. Yeah, like for, for those that, you know, aren't, aren't up with the geography, I mean, you, you've pretty much got halfway up Queensland to the top. You know, you got a stretch. If you were to drive that stretch, you're looking at, you know, many hours... And, and then even you go up to, to PNG, that's a very large area and base for them to draw from and some really talented footballers are coming from those areas. So not only do we need to give credit to the Cowboys and their organisation, what they're doing down there, with, uh, up there, I should say, with Todd Payton, but also um, the uh, affiliations they've created with Mackay, Townsville, and um, obviously the Northern Pride who... Um, yeah, who are the representative team for Far North Queensland. So they've really got from Mackay up to, to Cairns um, covered. So it's a, it's a large area.
2: Just I've been doing some research, which I'm not known for. But uh, <laughs> Roderick Tai, uh, I did mention he was from PNG. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, lining up uh, on an uh, extended bench for the Dolphins. Jeremiah Simbikin uh is also a PNG player uh and he I think we mentioned is lining up for the Cowboys Dolphins, Dolphins? Uh, he's listed sorry Simbiken just second row for the Dolphins oh, oh he's in the second row there we are Simbican, uh next to Connolly so uh, great this is great to see more of these PNG guys Finding themselves with uh, professional contracts uh, yeah. in the RL, um, because
0: he he was one of those players too that um he was he was he, he signed a long contract with the the Dolphins. I think it's a three year right. oh, deal, good. and he was that's one of those good. players who was close to sort of you know walking away from the game, giving it up. Um, still he's still a young boy at twenty four, so uh, he's, not, he's not old. He, um, no, and he so spent a bit of time in the Canberra junior system. Okay. There but, you know, are, obviously so. it's it was it was challenging. And the thing you got to remember about some of these young players, and, and, and Simpikin was one of these players too, these players got caught up in this whole COVID thing where there was no reserve grade football. So if you're 22 now, you go back when you were, you know, 19, 20, or twenty, twenty-one. you didn't have that reserve grade football. There were a lot of these players that may have um, moved on to other other opportunities um, and some that stuck with it. But there was there was two years there where there was no reserve-grade football in effect. So for some of these players coming through, it's been more challenging than what you'd expect in um, in any other time.
2: Indeed. And for this guy, Zach Labert, uh, he is the brother, it says, of Kyle Labert. Kyle. So uh who, now we know Kyle is the p n g five eight um whether zach has also represented p n g uh it says he aims to emulate kummel's brother um uh, and he's a townsville blackhawk so um so he would be eligible also for the kummels the other um, person
0: not, yeah the other person I noticed on the Dolphins list, right down the bottom, um, Farmer Suli. Now, number twenty-four for the Dolphins. Yeah, he's another player that we. If you the go number back of a
2: clubs years, in the NRL. Yeah,
0: Roosters, Warriors, St George. Um, that's a familiar name for some for some fans. Uh, he's been around a little while, and I mean, I feel like we're getting a bit of a theme here. We're telling you that most of the players at the Dolphins are north of twenty-five, but. Um, He's another big lad, um, prop that's uh played some first grade football. Um yeah, for the Roosters, Warriors and uh St George.
2: I've got yeah. a feeling that he might have been one of these guys that was sort of on a trade deal with with um or he might have been loaned out to the Warriors during that year where they yes. didn't have enough players.
0: Yes, he was lined oh. from the Roosters in twenty twenty.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a long yeah. deal. All right. So um it's yeah, amazing yeah. what you can find out with some research.
0: It's it's amazing when you do when when we do some work how much sense we make. Um, look, that's, that's I don't all know Queens- if anyone's
2: still listening, but
0: <laughs> it's an all Queensland affair, that one. <laughs> they're two and a half hours in and they're finding out stuff they could have Googled in thirty seconds. The other All Queensland affair on Sunday night at eight oh five, this one's uh, on the Sunshine Coast. The Broncos taking on the Titans. I think the biggest story here for the Broncos, um look, even if you're not a Broncos fan, if you're a rugby league fan, watch this game to see Reese Walsh wear the number one. Um there's there's some big names in this team as well, in addition to Walsh. Uh Katoni Staggs is there. Um Farnworth is there. Um Ezra Mam 5'8". I think that's going to be one of those players. Mam or Mam. Mam. Yes, Mam. Um, he's there at 5'8". I think I get the feeling that he'll be the the player to partner um, Adam Reynolds in the halves. Um, Flegler, Payne Haas. The other player I'll be interested to see is Marty Tepau. Uh He's on the bench there and also some names. Uh, Tristan Taylor. Uh so we've got Hello know, Sailor. Hello, Sailor. But yeah, we've got a sailor playing for Brisbane, which uh is a bit of a flashback there. So some um some key players there. Um Titans too, they're rolling out some big names. Um Jaden Campbell, the shoop dog, um the dog, uh the sex bomb, uh sex bomb, sex bomb for feeder. Um Aaron Clark, the man with the girl's name. There's plenty of players here that um that are making their uh their um Big their Tino's way... brother,
2: Isaac Fasso uh, Malari and Pan Ars' brother Cleese. <laughs> so we got we've got we got plenty of plenty
0: of um focus on this one, but but in in all fairness guys, I think Reese Walsh is gonna be the focus
2: of this game. You'd think so. He's the big signing. The big signing for the Broncos. They were very disappointed when he uh, he, he went to, to the Warriors initially. Um, uh, there's another guy uh, there who I'm not familiar with. Shalom Oofu, uh in the number 11. So um, I don't know if he's from Israel or not, Shalom, but I'm going to find out. Um, Late-breaking news <laughs> Late breaking news from the last game: Judah Rimbu of the Dolphins is also a PNG player. Okay. So um, yeah, but, and, and, I, and I'm happy about that. Now I'm 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 going to get on it. I'm going to look up uh, Shalom. Um, so you keep talking while I'm doing my research here, and if the listeners are still with us, thank you.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. This. this I, I. think Shane... There's a few players here that we'd expect only to get limited time. But, um... For Brisbane, I know you've got some opinions about the Brisbane team, about how they're going to go and so on and so forth. Are you surprised that we've got players like Katoni Staggs, even Reese Walsh coming out for this game? You've got Flegley, you got Haas. These are players that you would expect would definitely make their top 17. Um... You know, getting inside Walter's head's a bit of a dangerous thing to try and do. But are you surprised that they're playing these players given that they're not necessarily playing sorry. for that sort Sorry, Graeme. I one? didn't
1: realize I was, I was muted. Um, oh, Just unmuted myself. Um, no, I think for this game, what I see is some key some key things that we want to look at uh, in regards to new players coming in, what they do, how they play, how they fit into the mold, Reese Walsh playing. I think Reese Walsh needs players like Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farmworth around him. Um, not surprised to see Fegler or Haas there. Um, Jensen, again, Billy Waters is there. Marty Tapao um, playing in the interchange, number 16. I think this is about saying, look, the Broncos now have a number of players coming into this side. They're going to have to start looking at combinations. They don't want to. They don't want to play by braille round one. They're going to have to iron a few things out to begin with. Um, I think when we look at, I think when we look at the Titans. The Titans are just the Titans team and the way they've got their team playing. It, it, look, it is it is the way it is. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see <laughs> how they go. Looking at the two sides, I think. The Titans side's probably more sold on their lineup than, than what the Broncos are at this point in time. Uh, that's both a blessing and a curse for, for them. I yeah, I
0: where do you I, guys see
1: with the Titans? I, I actually don't see I, I'm actually not surprised by either of these clubs announcing either of these as their teams. I think I think the Broncos need to look for some sort of continuity across their team. And I think the Titans need to start locking up some significant um, some significant players in certain positions.
0: The thing with the Titans I was interested with, because I mean, we're seeing Campbell's there at fullback. You've got Sexton and Boyd in the halves. I want to talk about their spine. Um, I think they've got Clark in at the number nine. I know they've got Obviously, um, you know Campbell there. Where do we see is is AJ Brimson? Is he is he a fullback? Does he play in the halves? Because Kieran Foran's gone there. Is is he keeping Foran out of the halves? They put Foran in the team with AJ Brimson at fullback. We know Sam Sam Barrels is going there. Um, he he'll, he'll be the number nine. Hmm. I, a few, I think that's a few questions about the spine. Brian,
1: that's why I think they've got Clark in at lock. Well, just Clark to see what's going finished, on.
2: No, oh, well he finished the season lock last year. Yeah, I know. I played very well. Ball report. He's a very good.
1: He's a very watching. good player and, and very good. He might be the utility. He, he can lock he'll up. He'll play middle. fourteen, I think. Yeah, he can lock I up the middle. I just, I think for Clark, if they're going to play him as 13, one of the things I didn't see last year. Was he's being an ex-hooker? He's got to have a good passing game, you'd assume. Um, so why not make him that ball-playing lock? Sort of it, very good tackler, very good at shoring up the middle. But you know, I think I think they're better off making him a ball-playing lock that they, they can really There's, add an extra line. Extra. Where pressure have you guys got
0: line. Tino playing? Have you got him prop. playing
2: prop? Prop. Prop. Definitely.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he plays thirteen.
2: Well, we wow. did last year, but they changed yeah. it round. They, they they put Clark to thirteen and I, Tino up front. I I, yeah, I, um, I would not be
0: surprised if Aaron Clark comes off the bench and they use him as a yeah, bit of a 19 utility I with can, Tino I starting that thirteen because I, I I'd imagine obviously Fafita's going to play in the back row, um, both is going to be. Oh, firmer, yeah,
2: he's a very good
0: player. He's going to be probably the other back row for me. Their back row for me is for Fida, Firmer, for Masali with Clark coming off the bench to fit in where needed, um, whether it be. Uh, I mean, Beryls will play number nine. He's very, um, uh-huh. you know, capable there. But the problem is too, like I uh, actually I think they've got a good forward pack. When when we, not this week, but Joel obviously when we sign, get there. But you know when you when you actually get to their top seventeen, I know we're, I'm jumping ahead of the gun here, but with the likes of Isaac Liu, Fataway Car, I and then you mentioned there, you know, Jamin Jolik, that he's he, he I I see him coming off the bench. I think this is a really good test for him to see where he fits in here. Um, the you know it's the other player, Stimson. I think he'll he's playing for the for the bench bot as well, so there's a, yeah, there's a bit to play for here for some of these second-rate players.
2: I think their squad is, on paper, a very solid squad. Uh, Well, actually, that's not the best word. I think it's a very talented squad. Um, the challenge for Holbrook is to get the best out of what is a talented roster. Um, I tipped them to make the eight last year and they were awfully disappointed after making the eight the previous year but only winning 10 games. Um, They have the squad to make the eight. If they play to the best of their ability, they've got match winners. Like Fifi eater David Variety, He is a, there is not a more damaging ball runner in the NRL than him. Um, Big Tino is one of the best forwards in the game. Not just young forwards, best forwards, even though he's young. AJ Brimson is a match winner. Um, Their talent is there. Shop is going to steady up their defense, which has been their big Achilles heel over the, the years. Um, I think he's going to be very good for them. Jojo Fafita is a talented winger who should cement a position there. And my, what I've heard about this guy who's playing this week, Alofiana and Pereira, is a try scorer um, with big wraps on him. They've got talent right through the, you know, they're bringing back. Tremaine Spry, who played a couple of years ago, was good. Uh, apparently, in some sort of fight outside of football, he got very badly injured. Um, but he's back. He's he's got some talent. Um, the likes, of, you know, for mine, I, I don't find a spot in the top top thirteen for Jaden Campbell. Um, mm. either, personally, I think Brimson. Mm-hmm. Is a better option for him at fullback, and then we're going to see Kieran foreign and and I, I think probably Tanner Boyd gets first goal at the seven. Uh, he finished the year there, and they won three of their last four games with Tanner Boyd at the seven. Um, Tanner Boyd played all his junior football, schoolboy football. Feed and David for feed to the ball. They've got a combination goes back to their school days. Um, and, and they've got to use that they've got to use that Fafita as I said he does things that no one else can do if this guy, if, if this team fails again this year it's got to be the end of Holbrook because he's been there for a few years now and he's had a, a more talented squad than certainly the previous coach maybe the previous few coaches um, I did my research Shalom is uh he's come from the dragons um he's a south coast junior uh and a big fella shalom uh, made his way to the broncos so for those who are waiting to find out about shalom uh that's it
0: hebrew for peace isn't that peace i believe something so. in that anyway yeah um well that's I was going to say that's just about all the football. Probably the main game that we haven't talked about. We already talked about the All Stars. Um, we'll just. I know stars. that. I know that. Yeah, as Griffo says, it's some stars we've got um, Saturday afternoon our time. Um, the Maori team are playing the Indigenous team. Um, there are some stars across the park here. I mean, looking at the Indigenous team, you've got Mitchell, Cobbo, White, and Naden. Tyrell Sloan, Walker Hines. That's a pretty impressive backline there. In the forward pack, you've got the likes of um, Fumiano, Shaq Mitchell, Tyrone Pitchy, Jermaine Hopgood. Probably not as impressive as the backline there on paper. Um, on the Maori side of things, are some of the players that people will be very familiar with your Jordan Rapanas, Morgan Harper's. Um, James Fisher-Harris is probably one of the biggest names on their side of things. It's almost like you've got a star forward pack from one team taking on a star back line from the other team. Um, this game here is a bit of a hard one to preview, guys, because, as you said, Griffo, whilst we call it the All-Stars, um, there, there are a lot of players here that our fans may not be familiar with. But really, the, um, the most important thing about this game... And the uh, the great thing about this game is the fact that we get to celebrate two wonderful cultures that make up such a big part of our sport.
2: Well, that's it. That's it, and um, you know, out of that comes a, a football game. Um, there are some big draw cards, but not as many as I guess people hoped for. Um, certainly, the two guys that were in the spotlight for the wrong reasons last weekend. Will be hopefully in the spotlight for the right reasons on the field in Jack White and Lachlan Mitchell. Um, they are NRL elite, and um, and they they obviously uh, uh, the powers that be would not have wanted them to pull out of this or rule them out of this game, given that so many of the the talented players had already. I think Joey Man who was originally listed
3: mm-hmm.
2: in the Maori team, and and you know again he's he's elite in the NRL, um, but but a big loss for that particular team. Uh, I think they've still got, uh, well, as you mentioned, James Fisher Harris, um, Tarpany I think is still part of the side. Is that right?
0: Uh yeah yeah he is he's still listed yeah, yeah. Tarpony's at lock for the um, Maori okay. team.
2: Uh, who's the other? Oh, I can't find the list here. Who's the other prop? I know a Solomon who pulled out. Dog Ben Royce so, Hunt. Royce Hunt. Okay, not a major headline. A good player. Good player for the Sharks, but Sharks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I can't find this team list. Um. But uh, I'll, I'll keep trying. I um
0: I I found it just just to help you out there, Griffo. If you're on the NRL website, if you go to the home page, I had
2: seen it previously when I didn't really want to, but
0: yeah, if you hit the NRL page up the top, um they've got the Harvey Norman All Stars. Yep. Uh, you can click on the
2: the... game. Yeah. Oh here it is, yeah. So Perham who's signed with the Bulldogs. Harper, Arthurs, Pompey, Rapana, Docker, Clay, and Turner. Now, that is not, uh, you know, they're, they're fringe first-graders or, or less. Um, I Rapana is a, a first-grader. I've never, I don't like him as a player. I'm, might be a nice guy off the field, but he's a group on the field. But there's not an NRL team that doesn't have a better back line than 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 the um the seven they're lining up there forwards oh, uh Harouir and are listed at hooker how's that he's not a hooker um so they've, got a problem, eh? they've got a problem they've got massive problem if he's if he's the dummy half um, apart from that they're solid I mean, you know Fish is quality Hunt's good. Nakora is good. Jordan Ricky's handy. And Tarpney's he's in the top three props, but he's playing 13. Doesn't look like they've got anyone off the bench who can play dummy half either. That's going to be a big problem for those guys, um, that they don't have a dummy half. Um, now, in, in the opposition, Mitchell, Elite, Cobo, uh, at his best, he's he's fantastic. Um, Whiten, elite. Naden rocks, sometimes diamonds. Sloan is on the wing. We talked about him earlier. He's an exciting talent. Cody Walker, one of the elite. Nico Hines, one of the elite. So that's a brilliant backline. Um, and then in the forwards, uh, well, there's not a regular... First grade player in that forward list there, yeah. It's a bit like the backline, as you said, Graham, for the for the Maori. Um, so they got some p- issues in the forwards. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's it's a some stars. It's a some mm. stars.
0: Um, we right, can only. I'll be watching it. It'll be it's a bit of fun. It's a it's a it's a good game to promote the um the cultural significance of the um the Maori and the indigenous uh, individuals and their contrib- contribution to rugby league. And I, I think it's an important game to have. And really all we can do if we're giving um an insight into who we think's going to win, we can just work off what's on paper, but I'd have to imagine there's a lot more. Striking points in the um in the indigenous team. I'd expect them to win this one, but you never know in these games.
2: That's right. Um, I think that definitely the Maori have got the advantage in the forwards, but not having a a dummy half a recognised dummy half is is a big issue. Corey Harawira Naira is a wide running second rower. He's very good at it, but to uh, to be dummy half? No. Mm. Um and it doesn't look like there's anyone on the bench that I don't know who Austin Diaz is. Um, but the other guys on the bench, um Musgrove and Simpkins are props, Leo Thompson, is that the guy from the Rabbitals or is it a different Thompson?
0: Nah, it'd be a different Thompson. I'm it's Isaac Thompson isn't it? Probably Isaac right. Thompson is a house
2: player. Right. Well, I don't know who Leo Thompson is. And I don't know who Diaz is. Um, but, yeah, they need to find a, someone to go dummy half. Um, it says it says something, doesn't it,
0: that we can say a bit more about the players that are on the extended bench of the NRL clubs in um, the week one of the preseason and the All-Stars games. We're not quite sure of some of the players that are in, yeah. in these squads. Definitely says something, but look, it's yeah. it's rugby league, it's on this weekend, it's 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 all happening, it's something to look forward to and um I think that might just about do us tonight, guys. Yeah. I don't think there's much else for us to cover.
2: No, I think Docker Clay will play hooker. That's my prediction. He's listed yeah, at six. But he has played a bit of hooker. Um, he has. Yeah. He has played off the bench, uh I'm not sure who he was coming on for last year, whether it was a Newcastle night or. But he was playing. Uh... He, he he played with Penrith years ago, and I think he's a Penrith junior. Hmm. Um, Thanks, like Docker Clay. He's had a few clubs. Yeah, um, but for he's me, he's played no a lot. Definitely, and he should. He'll, he'll be the number. He'll play. He'll play hooker because he, he he's got experience there, and they'll find someone else to play five eight. Anyway, it is what it is.
0: It is what it is, and we'll see. There's football this weekend. That's the main thing. Uh, thanks for being with us, fellas. I really appreciate your time. Listeners, if you're stuck with us, you're absolute champions. You are. As always on uh, Carpool Rugby League, we put in the hard yards here. We are just a, uh, just ticked over two hours and 50 minutes. So, um, look, I don't know how many rugby league podcasts out there can give you three hours of insight. Um, no ads. No, no ads. No that's it. No ads. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. There's no ads and um, it's, it's... Tell your rugby friends. ...coverage. Yeah, spread your the friends. word. And, even tell um,
2: your associates.
0: Even the people you don't like. Let them in yeah. on the secret. Carpool Rugby League, we'll be back again next week. Obviously, we'll be here every week in the lead up to the start of the season. But um, from us, we want to say thank you for being with us. And uh, we hope you enjoy the pre-season challenge and uh, don't get confused by the uh, point system. Bye-bye. Thank you, listeners.